I, what is the name You're of that die movie? Hard. Die Hard. I am Paul so Blatt mad. Paul Cop is just Die Hard, but with Kevin James. I am so mad. I'm right. Change my mind. Hi, welcome to Table Stop. This is a podcast where four best friends talk about board games, video games, and random stuff. I'm Dan. I'm Ritter. I'm Rainy. And I'm Kyle. Hi, guys. Hey, what's up, Dan? What's up? We did it. We're here in your house yet again. (laughs) Somehow we got here. Oh, way to ruin the movie magic that we're in Dan's house. (laughs) We're not in Dan's house. We're in your house, dear listener. We're making lasagnas in your kitchens. And your car. Is that what the... You mean like the sneaky fox the sneaky sneaks fox. in your house, eats your lasagna, sits on your couch? No, we're making the lasagna. Isn't that Garfield? Take a, take a big no. sniff, listener. Smell that basil. I bought some fresh basil just for you. Okay, all right. Here, let's let's go on this for just a second. <laughs> so when you're eating, when you're making lasagna, do you use ricotta cheese as literally everyone in the world intended you to? Or do you use what do you use? What's the thing that you sacrilegiously cottage use? cheese because ricotta cheese is like cottage cheese. cheese. I don't use either one of those. I, you don't use either. I don't no. eat lasagna. Is there a secret a third, third thing you can do for lasagna? Mozzarella. Mozzarella. Oh yeah, yeah. You throw mozzarella in there. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of people just use straight up. I don't eat lasagna. It's I don't like, like red sauce. I, I just use like meat sauce. Hmm. As like the bulk of it. Welcome to Lasagna Cast. This is your Lasagna Podcast. Yeah. Uh, let's start some lasagna discourse. Dan, do you use cottage cheese in your lasagna? Em and I both hate ricotta. Oh. Ricotta is the garbage cheese. It's the cheese that you use to like clean your shoes off with. Yes, mm. you clean your shoes off with ricotta because it's garbage and it tastes like sand. Oh. oh. Ricotta right. cheese is the best part of lasagna. L- the lasagna is literally just a vessel to get ricotta cheese into your mouth. I think the podcast I mean, is over, yeah. guys. This is we can't consolidate. We can't console after this. This mm. is it. Oh no! Friendship over. I don't know. But <laughs> ricotta <laughs> ruined it. The great equalizer. I'll make lasagna for you guys that has neither cottage cheese or ricotta cheese in it one day, and you guys will have your minds blown. I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea that there was another option. I never would have considered the great peacemaker lasagna. <laughs> the mozzarella shall bring us all together. Yeah, the the lasagna of peace. <laughs> <laughs> Like oh. lasagna, this podcast has layers. Hey guys, what have you been up to? Who are you <laughs> Is asking? that a good segue? <laughs> that was an okay uh, segue. It's a broad segue. <laughs> you got to choose one of us. It's though. a segue that Ritter, takes up like a whole doing? lane what on you the up road. To? <laughs> like these wheels are just out here, like for like four foot. This is like tripping people because the wheels are out too far and they're low to the ground. Whoa, and you just whoa, 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 whoa! Time out. They're just like whoa <laughs> on the floor. Time out. I don't out. think segues come that big. I got an idea. It's oh. a wide segue. We're going to start a new blood sport right now, where you it's it's segue jousting. So you you got you're on your segue, you got your little joust, but then you got like those wheel spike things on the side of the segue wheels, and it's just a death match between two two segways enter, one leaves. It's like the chariot spikes on like yeah. segue wheels. Yeah, we could, we could build a hippodrome and everything. What Whoa. what happens? When one of the segways falls on the ground and starts spilling in, uh, spinning into a whirling dervish of hate, pain, and misery. Don't. That's a bad zone. We just stay away from that zone. You just <laughs> shut down that corner of the area. You just shut down that part of the city. Segway segway no one sir. goes there. There's just a spiraling <laughs> segway until it runs out of we batteries, which no is more. never. You have color-coded segways, and if the segway by itself actually manages to defeat the other opponent, it still counts for you. 
Yeah, you might yeah. be dead, but your Segway won it for you. Yeah, uh, it's like your your no, your trusty steed. Could you imagine like a cavalry charge of nothing but Segways, <laughs> like like on Lord of the Rings, like the the riders of Rohan riding to the flank of the orcs, but they're all in Segways. Hey, you know those like bicycles that you can have multiple people on? What about a Segway with that? But it's like horizontal, and Pretty it's sure got that's multiple little like. <laughs> no, it's horizontal. It's got a lot of those little stand up handles for people. It's just sideways with a bunch of people on it. One long line. Do you have like multiple rowers on these segways? Like you got people like having to segway the thing in in, like multiple segways. segways. Like that. It has to be in tandem. Tom, Tom, you stay. You stay in order. Tom, if you fuck this up, we're going down. The whole thing's going down, Tom. Tom. The segmented segways. Who would have thought? Oh man. So I think we got our mandatory Segway talk out of the way. Of course, every every episode for every some episode. reason we have to talk about. <laughs> what are we going to get the Segway brand deal? Segway. Oh, hey Segway, free advertisement. Is Segway a brand? Yeah. Is Segway uh, a brand? I don't know yes. if you have like. Does Honda make a Segway? I'm gonna have to call up Paul Blart for this one. Who? Oh, everybody <laughs> should blame Paul Blart. No. It's a uh, it's a comedy from like the mid 2000s of a fat like, well Hollywood fat. Um, security guard, and there's Kevin a segue. James. Kevin, Kevin James. James, who I look remarkably like anytime I wear cargo shorts, by the way. Oh, anytime can we all just I put on Kevin cargo James shorts, I look exactly like a lady Kevin James. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to man, see who this is. Man. Oh, man, that's do a some, shame. Do some Kevin James uh, in Paul... Do some Paul Blart cosplay. Do it. Oh, boy. Do it. Oh, that'll be a great boost to my self-esteem, I'm sure. <laughs> Look at your mustache perfect. and everything will be great. Oh, man. <laughs> Why are these animals talking in my zoo? <laughs> I did the zoo. He Wait. Zookeeper movie. Yes. Is he in a mall or is he in a zoo? What are we talking about? I got to ride this ostrich to stop the terrorists. Is he riding an ostrich or a Segway? Paul Blart Zoo Cop. I saw Paul Blart, Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 in theaters. There's a they made one? two of these? There is a second one, and I saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Theaters. Let's not pimp out another money. West Virginia podcast, but I'm going to pimp out another West Virginia podcast. So those beautiful McElroy boys. Yes, beautiful brothers. Every November around Easter, they've committed for the rest of their lives to watching Paul Blart Mall Cop oh. 2 and doing a podcast called Till Death Do Us Blart. Oh, no. Listen. Is this a popular thing? No, it's is this, bad. Is this, oh, okay. It's a very bad movie. It's like, I've it's never like, heard of this. What's that one movie that we just watched with Bruce Willis? Face off? No, no that's what, not Bruce Willis. The, the one the, where he has to go to the moon. Wait a minute. Did you, oh, no. I Mel forgot Gibson the name for some reason. Are you, I'm saying, are you saying, saying that, that Paul Blart Mall Cop is just that movie with Bruce Willis, but if Paul Blart was the protagonist instead? You need so to mad see Dan that you're facing rage right exact, now. I, what is the name you're of that die movie? Hard. Die Hard. I am Paul so Blart mad. Paul Blart Cop is just Die Hard. But with Kevin James. I'm so mad. I'm right. Change my mind. Dan's face mm. is as red as his notebook right Man. now. Change my Man. mind. He <laughs> gets stuck in a mall instead of an office building. He has to take out the terrorists one by one. His beloved is ca- captured by the terrorists. It is exactly Wait a minute, that does sound hard. exactly like the movie that I saw. He talks to a cop <laughs> on the outside. Wait, Really? Yeah, he's talking to a cop on the outside. Dad, you didn't tell me. A fucking speaker. It's a comedy version of Die Hard. If Bruce Willis was out of shape and very socially awkward, Hmm. it would be the exact movie Paul Blart Mall Cop. Does it also take place during Easter or whatever? 
Christmas? You know, I'm not sure. It might I'm take so place during right a holiday. <laughs> I'm not wrong. You can't I'm so mad. <laughs> I mean, it's just not wrong, yeah. I'm not. I, I don't understand why Everybody betray me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll not talk about that. We'll not bring that up. The, the Man, Room? No. It's a good room? movie. No, it's not. The Room was in a recent episode of, or a recent uh, Deadpool comic. <laughs> I'm serious. Captain Marvel was holding the DVD and she was like, I didn't want this. I could see that. <laughs> Nobody does. Hold on. I, I actually, want this. Hold on. I actually saved the picture to show you guys. Man, once That's Big Shark comes out, we should probably have a live watching a Big Shark. Yeah. Every if time it ever mention. actually gets to come out, then If yes. it ever comes out. I actively forget oh. this every time you mention it, so it's always like, what are you talking I about to me? I just made a phone call. Oh, no. Ignore oh, no. me. It's my own voicemail, oh, no. so it's fine. Ignore me. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you were asking one of us what we were doing. Who's doing what? <laughs> You're talking about like that is a we, fantastically poor drilling to Tommy Wiseau. Do we even have a format? Is there even there's a format? We there's just a format. Ritter, talk about your games. Ritter, talk uh, about what you've been doing by yourself. Uh, we broke Ritter. Uh, what? What have you been doing alone? I've been making a lot of models, as I am wont to do. Ooh. Model building is one of my favorite things to do with no one, in particular. Mm. What uh, what kits have you been working on? Uh, cars. Not for Gaslands? Yeah, or just precisely for Gaslands. I put I Ooh. put the picture in the thing. You did. You see, I got like twenty cars. <laughs> I have buggies. I got tanks. I got a monster truck that is from nineteen ninety one. Do you I actually have go karts? What? Do you actually have go karts? I have. Yeah, that one little <gasps> go kart. There nice. is a model go kart I found that I had from somewhere that is one sixty fourth scale. Nice. So we will have to get rules for it. I'm pretty I sure they exist. I just want to imagine exactly that it's going to be the fastest dang little missile. Yeah. You see, I put a person on it. I, you put that person on it? Yeah, I modded him on there. Per, like, where'd you get people that small? He's not that small. Oh, he, he's way oversized. He's a Space Marine Scout <laughs> from a bike. Look like oh. Donkey Kong on like the go kart and like Mario. Yeah, 64. it's pretty much exactly that. And he's got like like a grenade in his hand on the back, so it looks like he's like operating the throttle back there. I was like, dang, perfect. That's great. Oh man, nature finds a way. That monster truck's gonna be useful because there's a game mode where one person has the monster truck and everybody else is like cars and buggies. And they got to yeah. blow up the monster truck. Oh, yeah, so that's, why I, uh, that's why I got that. Because I was like, oh. I know I have this. On the topic, Gaslands, Kyle. Yeah. I already showed Ritter this, but my tokens came in from Etsy. Did they now? Yeah, so I got some hazard tokens, some ammo tokens. Oh, I got to see those. There's vote tokens that I don't know what yeah, they do. Yeah, vote tokens are for uh, the actual game. Because like, there's a mechanic in there where uh, if you lose cars, you get vote tokens. And you can cash those in to respawn. It's like it's like the audience like liking the underdog. Oh, I see. It's like a balancer. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. There, there's a lot more to that game. We got. We, we just got to sit down and just like dig deep into that game. Memorize so, the rules and everything. Yeah. Because I tried to show Ritter the other day. Mm. I couldn't remember the rules. Really? Like, I was having a hard time. Mm. I'm really bad at teaching, though, so that's also part of it. Yeah. We could yeah, get together and do a three-player death race. I think we'll all get the rules down pretty well between the three of us. I think like, like a 50-can game. So we each get like two that, cars. Th- there's pre-built teams in there. You I didn't saw that. tell me this. I didn't. I know. could have just made a pre-built team. There's a couple that's like you use your performance cars and you make two-man team, and there you go. There's perks that just let you jump stuff. Yeah, like um, some trick of the driver. Teams. You could do a performance car trick driver, and if he collides with something, he jumps it. Ooh. He gets three hazard tokens at the end of his movement, but he does not crash into mm. anything. That's cool. So. There is neat stuff. Yeah. Stunt driver and trick driver. One of those does uh, 
the thing that I said. I forget which one does what. Yeah, I was trying Stop. to get the basic rules down before we like introduced the campaign system and the teams. Yeah. Yeah. And driver perks and stuff. Because I figure we can confangle it to where we make our own teams too. If you're not happy with the six or so teams that are already in Gaslands, I still want to make Dynamite Team Dynamite. Dude, make it all the like the the dinosaur platen looking cars with just nothing but explosives. That's my team. You do have multiple dinosaur cards at this point. Yeah, I gotta pay them up metallic where they don't look goofy. Every time I go into Kroger's, I always pick up like the six pack of cars because they're a really good six pack right now. It's like some muscle cars. I'm like, mm. I'm gonna buy these, and then it's like, I'm 30. I should just buy these on eBay <laughs> and spare they're myself not the cheaper. shame. They are not cheaper on eBay. They're not cheaper, but they have less shame attached to them. Kyle also <laughs> the like, shames out every single time. Like he'll pick up some cars and then like halfway through the grocery store he's like, Oh, maybe maybe I shouldn't and I'm like, Don't you put down those cars. <laughs> Don't you do it, grown man, Kyle. You are gonna buy those cars. People have children. People buy their children things. That's You're all you right. got. Yeah, be we're like. children age. Oh, I mean, we're dude. children having age. We could easily think this is for my five year old child, not I mean, for this. It doesn't even have man. to be for like your own child. Yeah, this is for my nephew. Yeah, He's to get a birthday present. Yeah, Easter's coming up. Oh yeah. Yeah, you gotta get birthday people have birthdays all the time. then you look like the bad uncle who just like went to Kroger's real quick to get like a couple of two dollar <laughs> Hot Wheel cars for like yeah, his like, nephew's birthday at the last minute. That's eh. definitely super common. And also you'd be like, man, my niece collects these. She doesn't have this one. She's going to be super excited. Super easy stuff like that. Like people are going to be like, oh, what a good uncle. Yeah, you're right. And, you're but right. also no fucking cashier is going to be like, hey, why are you, uh, you, you look older than 18. Why are you buying these NASCAR cars? You're right. No cashier is going to call you out and be like, why are you buying these little cars? Big man, big man, what do you need these little cars for? I never shamed anybody when I was working in a yeah, register. Because I couldn't remember what they bought, you know? I right, didn't shame much either. Though, like, every time I saw, like, a, a girl my age buy a pregnancy test, I was always silently like, I hope you get the outcome that you want. Yeah. And that was about <laughs> it. Like, it was just in my brain going, I really hope that whatever this comes out to be is what you're hoping it is right now. And that was it. Yeah. I wasn't like, hey, I see you're buying a pregnancy test. Why? Why? Why do you fuck up so bad? Like, no, we don't do that kind of shit. Like, people always do those games. Like, name three things that you could buy together at Walmart to freak out the cashier. I promise you that I don't have the mental capacity to realize that you're buying like condoms and a children's playbook and some thumbtacks at the same time and think obviously these are connected. Like, I'm not. I'm not thinking that in my brain. I'm just like. I got one hour until I get to take a 15-minute break and eat a Hot Pocket that's half-cooked like a goblin upstairs so I have more time to watch TV. Like that, I'm not thinking that. I wonder if Family Feud is still on, is what's going on in my brain right now. Is it still on? No oh, one yeah, knows. Family Feud's definitely still on. It was pretty much always on in the break room at my old grocery store job. Like, pretty much always. I would go up and be like, Steve... Steve, tell me something before I have to go back down there. Steve, save me from my life. I only cook the Hot Pocket for half time because I want to be able to eat it faster. I got a 15 minute and this <laughs> Hot Pocket takes 7 minutes to cook. <laughs> you do the math, Steve. Steve Harvey, you do the math. It's a little frozen milk, but that's okay. It's like, that was pretty uh, much just me every day. Yeah, back to Gaslands, though. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> but less did you, see what, Ritter, did you hmm. see what Ritter did to his cars? Yes. To make oh. them stop moving? Wait, no, I didn't see that. I just saw the pictures from last night. I just glue bases onto the bottom of them like, with you know, like a piece of tape. On the, you put a tape on the car, okay. and then you glue the base to the tape. So if I want this car to be able to roll again, I just peel the tape off and done. 
It's the oh, same thing smart. I've done with all the weapons. Oh, so if easy. I want to take them off, you don't do the tape. Yeah. How about that? It's yeah. Easy. Very easy. Steve Harvey couldn't think of that. Yeah. I don't. I don't know who that is. So maybe uh, yes. he would. I, I don't a, know. He's a guy. Oh. He's all right. <laughs> Could have been. I have mixed feelings on Steve Harvey. Mm. He's pretty funny on Family Feud. Well, there you go. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Family Feud. I know that there are two it's families, and I think they have to like do physical challenges and <laughs> like throw watermelons at each other and stuff. You know. God, no, that I was uh, that was Double Dare, dude. Oh, I was thinking Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> God, How do they fuck up that little it. statue? It's three pieces. It's the bottom, it's the middle, it's the top. Can I say, uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple was actually like way darker than you would think. Yeah, I remember like, hearing that. Kids have PTSD from that show. Like, very really, like, kids were actually traumatized from that show. They had them go hours without eating or being able to leave the set. Like, and mm. they framed the temple in a very fun and whimsical way for the audience. But for a lot of kids, it was like actually really frightening and stress-inducing, and they made it, like, completely impossible for a kid to complete as well. And mm. it was very, like, uh, disarming and unnerving, and kids actually got PTSD from that show. Mm. I love that show to death, but it, like, fucked up kids, man. Like, they were, like, fucked up. Well, it was no Nick Arcade. And nobody ever won, but the prizes uh. were still, like, a pack of gum! And kids were like, ah, that's a shoe safe route. Ah. And it was like, dude, no, it's really not worth it. Did you guys remember Nick Arcade or was that before you guys' time? Uh, it's before I my time, I'm is. sorry. I remember right. Slime, but that's it. So this is like the, during the Double Dare age. I think it was called Nick Arcade, but like it was another one of those game shows. But instead of like picking the big nose for the boogers or finding the flags and like I do remember the, that the soups or getting the, getting the goops on your heads. It was just like, okay, play Sonic, we'll keep track of your score, and if you beat, like, the Game Master's score, you win a prize, and it was just, it was, it was neat. Oh. oh. Wait, you mean like that thing Richard Nixon does? He's no. done that. He has that big emulator thing, you and he's got what? the big, he's done that exact thing. He's like, okay, you're both going to level two, whoever gets the highest score wins. Richard Nixon might know about this, because we were both, that's the right age for that. We've never talked about this. Hmm. I need to talk mm. to Richard Nixon about this. He's going to message him right yeah. now. Richard Nixon, can we talk about Nick I Arcade? I don't remember the crook. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I liked him swimming around in that goop. That goopy goop. I don't yeah. think I would swim in That was in a goop. my jam. I would absolutely swim in I would drink the goop for you know, $5. Look at that me. That show happened at an interesting time because any later, and you'd have to worry about, hey, I got to make sure my cell phone's out of my pocket before I get dumped in this goop yeah i think that a lot when i see like people just like going into stuff i'm like oh their phone yeah their yeah. phone though because it used to be a fun like uncle thing to throw your your, your nephews and stuff in pools and it was oh like a fun God. little prank Ha-ha, yeah you're but if wet. you did that now you've just ruined that kid's iphone 7 <laughs> hey kid cut some grasses save up for a new iphone 7 <laughs> there goes 800 dollars billy threw you into the pool yeah he thought it would be a fun goof <laughs> But now your iPhone 7 and your AirPods are ruined. Oh, no, he has AirPods in. <laughs> you doing anything else, Reader? Uh, not particularly. That was it. I uh, worked on the cars and played a few games around about nothing incredibly noteworthy that I would say, so to speak. Still working on Final Fantasy uh, 3? Yeah, still am. Still going through some things on that. Still uh, trying to max out a whole bunch of stuff so it takes me a lot longer than it probably normally would. Well, you got to get that that quad or is it quad nine? Is it like five? Yeah, or six quad nines. nines. Yeah, you yeah. got to get that quad nine damage. I'm, I'm able to hit people for it occasionally. 
Like, it is happening. I forget who I had that can do it. I think Edgar, Edgar can hit some people for it with chain uh, Chainsaw. I'm trying to think who else I had do that. Edgar was a cool dude. Yeah. He's the one in the hole. He's the Edgar's what? In the hole? That was a reference that nobody's going to get, Whoosh. except maybe Hannah. Actually, Hannah will most certainly get it, but she there's no way she listened to our podcast. Secret. Was that the Achievement Hunter thing? The cow <gasps> and the yeah, Minecraft? Yeah, I remember you so telling me about that. I'm proud of you. Look yeah. at you getting my references. I'm yeah. so proud. Been around you for three years. I hope I would. (laughs) (laughs) I actually have a Free Edgar t-shirt that I wear. It's Free Edgar. He's the one in the hole. It's from, uh, oh my God, it was either, I think it was 2013. Free Edgar 2013. That Uh, doesn't seem like a long time ago to me. That seems like last year. Five years ago. I remember at some point I was wearing it. Six years ago. Ugh. Oh my god, six years ago. I remember at some point I was wearing that, and as he said, it's a reference to a goofy... Uh, internet joke with Achievement Hunter where they keep a Minecraft cow in like a glass prison in a hole <laughs> and uh, call him Edgar. And uh, some guy, <sighs> some guy actually thought that it was like a political shirt, like free so and so, hashtag free so and so 2013. And he's like, nice, stick to the man, free my boy. And I was like, it's a Minecraft cow, sir. This is not. This is not some big statement. It's just a <laughs> Minecraft cow. Just, just a People cow. want to join a cause that they think is doing something. You guys like remember Coney twenty twelve? I was just going to say that. What happened to that guy? He got naked. He, the the pressure became too much for him, and he got naked. There was a whole year about destroying that guy. I don't think we even got him. I'm pretty I have no sure. Idea. I think that year ended, and everyone went. Well, that's about how long we can care about these kind of things, and just like. Swept under the rug. I don't know if he's still out there or not. Hey, listeners, if you know the whereabouts of Coney from Coney 2012, email me so I can just figure out what's going on with that. I looked up some information when I was going on. Coney hadn't been a problem in that region for, like, years, whenever that started trending, becoming a thing. Dang. Didn't he have, like, warrior children? Wasn't that the whole thing? He used to. He had, like, an army of children. That hadn't been a problem until, like... I think it was like four years ago, like 2008, it was a problem. And then like once it became like trendy and stuff like that, it he was like gone at that point. Ugh, dang. So it wasn't even a problem then. And what? like the, what what was that organization? They just kind of pocketed a lot of the money from like the publicity and stuff. Oh, dang. Yeah. That's was, fucked up. Yeah. Coney, if you're out there, fuck you. Fuck you. Why are you fucking with kids? They're not even that strong. Get an army of dogs before children. At least they got those sharp <laughs> teeth. What are you doing? Dogs can't shoot AK-47s. Yep. No, no. Kids' fingers are too tiny Communist. to do that. Or comrade dog Communist can. dogs. Comrade dog. He, he can only Mauser. shoot Mauser. <laughs> Mauser, good gun. Go kill many Germans. Yes. I prefer to shoot the schnauzer. No. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm here all week. Comrade dog attempted to, ta- to train with the Dragunov. But Comrade Dog only see in black and white, so his long-range vision is not superior. <laughs> that was my least favorite sniper rifle in any video game. Why? The, the scope. I couldn't crap. figure out the fucking scope. Why? It was real hard. I didn't get the scope. It's one of the only <laughs> gas-powered... If Gunman was here, he'd be having a field Gunman day. Gunman would, but I didn't understand how the scopes work, because it was always that same scope with, like, the rangefinder. I just wanted the crosshairs, because they put the crosshair and you pull the trigger. <laughs> Bang. Shoot Bang. a man. Bang. Bang. I didn't have to do math. Yeah, right. Uh, Dan, what have you been doing? What have I been doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, not too much. Still it, overtime hell at work. Um, Stellaris, like normal. Just playing through Stellaris. Building my space empire. Doing a really neat run this time where 
instead of being like an expansionistic like like playing it normal i'm like a really insular empire uh little xenophobic but that's all right because I'm, I'm i'm peaceful about it I'm Is like, it it's okay i'm like i don't like you i'm better but i'm also i'm also a pacifist so i'm not gonna do anything about it so basically i've been in this like tiny little empire just building techs and like starting to build like mega structures and dyson spears and stuff it's real neat i haven't fought a single war uh games have gone on for about like 200 years or like six or seven hours you're building vacuum cleaners Dyson spears, like the the spears that go over the stars that collect the energy. It's like it's like a hypothesized mega structure, like a star star. Un- Man, I can't speak. Uh-huh. A galactic empire would have. Oh, I thought it was like a spear that had like a Dyson attached to it, so that whatever you throw it at, it just like cleans up that area, like very you know small square footage, obviously. The tidiest <laughs> nice. empire of xenophobic pacifists. Right. <laughs> Isn't there? There's like some kind of. Like Star Wars villains, like sterilize or something like that. Nope, that's Star a Doctor Trek? Who, oh. and that's exterminate. No. Or Whatever. maybe you're thinking yep. of that one episode of Lilo and Stitch, the TV show, where one of the experiments is really into cleaning, but then he goes too far and decides that people are dirty too and starts to attack people. But Lilo and Stitch teach him how to love. What a classic Disney. Hey, you guys ever watched that TV show, Lilo and Stitch? Oh my my god, bro, it was so good. Except for uh, Stitch's girlfriend, who had the weird fur titties. It was a really good show. (laughs) I knew (laughs) you were going to mention the fur titties. titties. This isn't the fur titty podcast. I'm not going to get into it, because we already did. (laughs) Yes, we did. Uh, I did want to... It's just a good show. It's a good show. uh, Speaking of fur titties, the other game I played a lot this week was another Paradox game, because that's just been my jam lately. Uh, it's a new game just came out called Imperator Rome. It's like your classic paradox game where you just get a map of Eurasia and you get little armies and it's just you're playing a, a grand strategy board game. Wait, hmm. you're all of Asia? Well, I mean, you're whatever <laughs> little... You just said you're Asia. You're Asia. Asia. Like, like Europe and Asia. Europe, Asia, Asia yeah. North you're, Africa. You said you're Asia. Like, how do you play as Asia? Alright, fine. I'll see myself out. Can but, uh, you be like Nero? What? Can you be like Nero? I mean you can play Rome. Yeah. Can you be Nero? Well, Nero uh, this is this is before Nero. Is this is like right after Matrix? Uh, No, that's a Roman Emperor. You know. Is yeah, that guy, not the guy, the guy from who Matrix? wasn't cool? I mean, Neo, Neo's the uh, guy from Matrix. Neo. But um, Nero wasn't really cool. He did he did a lot of stuff he probably shouldn't have done. You yeah, know. <laughs> most of those empire, emperors did though. Yeah, well, you know they do what they want. But the game is huge. Ritter, I'm gonna need you to take down your energy because you're just a little bit too high energy right now. I, mean, I need I'm you to I'm trying to make down. jokes here, and it's just like you just you say the joke and you hear the actual down. cricket noise. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, well. Thing. Julius Caesar was a thing. Yeah, remember when he did the stuff and had the laurels? He made that salad that one time. Yeah, the Cobb salad. That's a good salad. Did he? Wait. <laughs> That's his Wait. greatest achievement. He crossed corn? the Rubicon with a whole bunch of arugula. <laughs> the the Rubicon arugula the Caesar How salad Cobb corn cobs. Yeah. How to get those tiny <laughs> corns? He was the first European in the Americas. He stole their corn real quick. Oh my God. He Wait, the did they not have corn until they the got to America? Yeah, yeah. corn's in the, the Columbia Corn and exchange. potatoes both the are Native American Americans native plant. grew corn out of fish. <coughs> right out of fish. They just came out of fish. Ew. Yeah. Corn fish. Corn fish. Corn fish. 
But yeah, it, it's a good game. Um, the map's huge. There's like, I think like 1,200 provinces. That's a lot of provincials. That is a lot. It's just a big, it's, it's, it's in the realm of the big boring games and I love it. Uh, I feel like there's a point where a map gets too big for me. Like, there's too much going on. Yeah. Like, uh, Fallout 4 was kind of on the cusp of, like, too big for me. Fallout 4, there were... I haven't played in a long time, and it's just because I get stressed and overwhelmed trying to explore the whole map. We need to have like, a Fallout cast, by the way, side yeah. note. Because I got, I got opinions and thoughts. <laughs> there's, like... It's, like, there's just, like, a cutoff for me where it's, like, open world is great. I love open world. I love being able to explore... But there does become a point where the map is just too big for my liking. And I'm like, all right, I didn't need this whole section here. Can we just cut it down a bit so I can not have like an anxiety attack every time I open the game? Have you ever tried playing Fallout 4 on survival mode? They God, turn no. off the fast travel. It's the perfect way to play the game minus the fact that they turn off the fast travel. Listen, I play all my games on easy mode. I enjoy the the leisurely lifestyle. Fair enough. But I think the only game I use fast travel in is Fallout 4, actually, too. I'd, I've never once used fast travel in Red Dead Redemption 2. Not once. Yeah. Well, you don't get it until you make that camp upgrade. Oh, I did that almost instantly, is yeah. the thing. Like, I, I prioritized upgrading <clears throat> camp, but I've never once used it. That's a good game. You know what? Speaking about Red Dead and, and all that fun stuff... Rainy, what'd you do? I beat Red Dead Redemption 2. Nice! I no beat spoilers. Chapter 6. Uh, no spoilers. Uh, there is an epilogue, but I feel like everyone already kind of knew that, and I haven't done it yet. So I haven't fully beat it, technically, I guess. But there's six chapters to the main game, and I just finished Chapter 6 last night. No spoilers, but I did cry in the club. I was hardcore crying, but I cry pretty easy, so that's not really a were spoiler. You, were you like that one Kesha song? There's tears on the dance floor. There was absolutely tears on my dance Is floor. Is that really a Kesha song? It's so good. Kesha's a treasure. Uh. But yes, uh, I was definitely crying for sure. Pretty much through <clears throat> the entirety of the sixth act. It was just me like on the verge of tears or silently shedding manly tears on the couch. But I finally beat it. Loved it. Enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I guess I'll play the epilogue now. I yeah. don't really have much purpose going on what with my life now that I beat just it. A boss fight of crocodiles, though. <sighs> oh man, oh, the there was army. there was a single mission focused on the fucking alligators. And listen, alligators. I was so stressed the entire time. You don't get a weapon. You're just climbing around in the bog with only a lantern. And I was so hyper stressed the entire time. I could have died. That's where I would turn the game off and be like, well, that was a fun game. Oh, it was rough, dude. Do you remember uh, Might and Magic Critter? Yeah. You remember how good it was? Yeah. Do you remember the reason why <laughs> I stopped playing? You mean DMMA MMP? Dark Messiah Might and Magic Multiplayer? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, there are these spiders in this cave. Mm -hmm. That's I'll, like really early. It's really early. <laughs> that was, you know, yeah, you're right. These spiders freaked me point. out so much that I was like, you know what? I'm done. I can't play this game. The spiders <laughs> ruined it. And it's oh, a shame because no. that was a good game. Hmm. I used to play Everblue 2 a lot as a kid, and I have a crippling fear of sharks. I I'm not quiet about this. I won't go past my knees in the ocean without almost crying. So I'm not a big fan. And Everblue 2 is, of course, a first-person diver game for PlayStation 2 that I played a lot when I was just a wee tot in, like, third grade, perhaps. And uh, there are sharks in there, and they are all very violent. And, like, 
you can tell because it starts with like the. They straight up jaws you. Yeah, they is straight there... up jaws you, and then they attack you. And there's different species of sharks, but there's also a quick exit function where you can just auto exit out of the water and be back on land. And every single time I so much as heard, Duh, I was gone, mm-hmm. gone, instantly gone, like hyperventilating, little like eight year old. Was that how old I was in third grade? I don't know ages. Like probably oh, around yeah. like eight year old me, hyperventilating on a bed pausing and hitting exit water as quickly as my little hands could move in fear. I hated it. And I've said it before, but alligators are just sharks of the swamp. Yep. And they can come on yeah. land, which is even worse. And they're armored. They're, they're terrible. And that was a really bad mission. And they're just bad. I wonder I what tier zoo rates alligators. Oh man, I love that Alligators channel. would probably be pretty high tier. I think they're low tier. Depending they got nothing. on your biome. I guess if you're in water biome, you know they're how higher. How long they can live without like food or breathing? A while. It's like an absurd amount of time. But you know how you get away from an alligator on land? Just, just, just go away. You just like, walk. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're fast. Have you seen how fast those things you know, can be like, on really land, though? Fast. Can they? Yeah, yes. dude, they oh. can like book it hard. Oh yeah, they, man. They do that thing where their arms go like all the way around in the circle, yeah, like, like the comedic looking, like Sonic the Hedgehog when his legs turn into a ball. They mm. just go like. Wait, is Sonic the Hedgehog an alligator? No, maybe oh, it's not. Part alligator. You just said the hedgehog, the alligator. <laughs> yeah, you, you, <laughs> like, you, you quantified alligator. that statement for yourself immediately. <laughs> I think I feel like it would be very handy if people like out in the world, whenever they're diving or going in marshes or whatever, had their own personal four-stringed ostinato in D minor following them, so they know whenever a shark's <laughs> about to get them. It would be handy. It would be really nice to just Can know. Imagine you're just hiking and all of a sudden. A goddamn land shark coming. <laughs> Where's it coming from? I can't trust those land sharks. That's just anxiety. Every time you just have the shark theme going on, but there's no shark. It could be black bear. <gasps> no, but I did finish Red Dead Redemption 2, and uh, I really enjoyed it a lot, and I've been doing a lot with it. Uh, I'll definitely be playing it some more. Gotta get that sick epilogue. I imagine the epilogue's pretty long because I think I'm like. 75% through the story and I've already finished the six main chapters so the rest has got to be the epilogue. Yeah. So it's got to be pretty decently long. I don't know much about it at I this point. how close it comes to Red Dead 1 like time wise. Does it put you all the way up to like the beginning of 1? I think it does. I think it's like incredibly close. Because uh, avoiding spoilers I think I know who you play as in the epilogue. Uh, that's pretty obvious. Likely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> no, it it does get you very close because the uh, what uh, I'm pretty sure Red Dead Redemption one is like 1911. Yeah. And the beginning of Red Dead Redemption <laughs> two is like 1899. Something like that. Yeah. Something along those lines, and then the epilogue takes place several years later. It doesn't specify how much. It literally just says some years later. And then begins the epilogue, which I have not played yet, as I said. But uh, so I imagine it's pretty freaking close. Yeah. To like where it kicks off. Mm. I which I have not played Red Dead Redemption one. I've watched parts of it. Uh, my mom was really into it, and sometimes I would sit in and watch her. But I was like younger, so I never really paid <coughs> attention to the plot. I was just like, wow, ride horse, and that was like it. That was it. Horse, That's pretty much the game, though. It is, is pretty much the game. Wow, right, I don't like to. F- that's the Red Dead Redemption Two is a good example of a map that's perfect size for me. 
it's big and there's a lot to explore, but it's not overwhelmingly large. It it's seems like it's really compact. Good, it's a really good size to where you can explore everything without feeling like exceptionally overwhelmed. Like yeah. you're like, oh my god, there's so much. No, it's really nice. I really enjoy just riding around, and I don't fast travel because I like all like the random events and like random places you come across whenever you're like going around. Like you'll just uh come across like I freed a prisoner the other day. She was just a sweet lady. I mean, she was definitely a murderer, but I freed her. She didn't deserve that life, and I got honor for it. Also, finish the game, max honor. Hell yeah! I was the most honorable cowboy in the those fish must have loved you. I actually didn't fish that much. It was all about doing those sick good deeds. I did walk around San Denis a lot, saying hello to people. Hmm? Did you ever go to like the the vaudeville playhouse? I did. I went Isn't there on a date. Oh, I don't need to know that, but... I didn't mean to say that. I, you heard me start filtering out. Yep. It, did, it doesn't matter that just, much. Just I'm sorry. out it's, your life, Dan. Did you heckle the entire important. time? Because I heckled the entire time. I didn't, because so I feel bad heckling. I feel bad heckling. The only guy I heckled was, like, the announcer guy. Yeah. The acts themselves, yeah. I was like, yeah. But as soon as that right announcer on. guy came out, I didn't like him, so I heckled him. Yeah, because uh, Big Boss was watching me play one night, and she was like... Yeah, I was like, I kind of want to get out of this place. She's like, no, just watch it. Because it's, it's like a, like it's 20 long. minutes. Like 20, it's 30 minutes. It's a long thing. Like, I was sitting there. But you can't shoot somebody? I've been there, I've been there twice. Mm, you might. Okay. There might be a shooting act in there. Right. Oh. I've, I've been there twice. I don't think I saw anything shooting. Oh, I guess I saw one that had kind of had to do with shooting. Yeah, a guy but, was uh, like, here, shoot shoot your gun at oh, me. Oh, yeah, and yeah, And I had yeah. like shooting those big guns. I was like, this is going to go through her teeth, but all right, dude. And Oh, I didn't get okay. to shoot at him. Uh, I was sitting up in the big balcony oh, just because like, I'd accidentally <clears throat> gone up there and I was like, well, the show's starting, so I guess I'm in the big balcony. So some other heckler that was down below actually volunteered to do it. And uh, it worked out, of yeah, course, because, you know, it's a show. But, yeah, no, I've gone there twice. It wasn't for anything important. So it wasn't like a huge sp- accidental spoiler or anything. Yeah. But they weren't for anything important, mostly just because I wanted to check it out. There were two different shows each time, which was pretty cool. Uh, some reoccurring themes like Fire Lady. But yeah. uh, it was actually pretty fun. Did it was just have, so long. Did they have the Cake Night Rises? Oh, man, the Cake Night Rises or the X-Folders? The X-Folders, yeah. Cake Night Rises was great. I don't know what that is. Persona, in Persona 5... There's fake movies you can go see. All the fake movies are great. They're all so good. Yep, I remember Cake Night particularly. Cake Night Rises. No, man, but it was so long. There's only so long you can watch, like, an animated person do a cool dance until you're just like, all right, this is, like, fake. Come on now, just... Just let me up. let me go, let me let me go. Also, I talked more to that uh that veteran guy uh that you like so much. Oh, I talked yeah. more to him. Did He's you hug sweet. him? I didn't hug him. You don't you get enough. Once you deny hugging him the first time, I don't think it, he asked for a hug again. I hugged him. <laughs> I know you did. I know. You I hugged him, him real hard. I was like, you know what? You're having a rough time. He's bud. a sweet dude. What Mickey? I think is his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mickey. Yeah, yeah. He's a sweet guy. No, oh. I really enjoy all the character in the game. I really do. There's just so many different like, and there's reoccurring people that you'll come across. Like you know, like a one of the random occurrences you'll come across is a dude gets bit by a snake and you give him like an antidote. Yeah, you can come across that guy again. He gets bit by a snake again, and like Arthur like is like, dude, are you serious? Did you seriously <laughs> get bit by a snake again? Get it together. And he's like, I know. I don't know. Like, I think I like that, like, 
a continuation kind of thing. It's really enjoyable. I like the um, the wildlife photographer guy. I think his was my <sighs> He's favorite. So great. Did you finish his or no? I think the last one I did was down near St. Denis with all the alligators. I'm not sure if huh. I finished out the quest or not. It seemed like it was kind of a finish, but I wasn't sure. You get the camera from him, take all your selfies. Wait, no, you don't get the camera from him. I was gonna say, wait, what? You get the camera from. You get a, you get the camera from the dude who wants you to take pictures of all the gunslingers. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I messed that quest line up because the couple that you have a small chance of defusing without the guns, like I, I didn't, so I ended up having to take them out. But I f- didn't realize that their guns were unique guns. They were. So I I I missed one and it was bothering me to the point where I was like I should probably restart this game so I can get that gun you that I'm never going to use. Quests. Oh, can you? Like if you go to like uh, missions yeah. and check them out, there's an option to press triangle to replay mission, oh. and I bet that you could replay it and like get the gun from it if you did that. Get the gun, or at the very least, make sure that dude doesn't get shot in the face by me. <laughs> the one I killed I'm all of them the, except Black Bell. The dude in the tr- the the train where you walk up to him, yes. and he's like, "Excuse me, Mister." He's like, "Ah," uh, he starts running, and then you get on top of the train. He's like, I, "I don't want to do this." Yeah, killed him. I didn't mean to. I didn't want to because I. Oh, I didn't know you could defuse that. Honestly, I think you just shoot the guns out of their hands because in the first Red Dead, that's how you like won all the duels honorably. Is you just shot the gun out of their hand. Mm. You're like. I guess that makes sense, but nah. I do know at some point... Oh, Ritter came over, and he was, like, watching for a sec while he was waiting for Hannah to get out of the bath, and uh, I, like, shot and killed a guy in a duel, and Ritter was like, you know you can, like, disarm him, and I went, oh, I know, and I just shot him in the head. <laughs> I was like, I don't give a point. shit. Yeah. If I don't lose uh-huh. honor for it, I'm doing it. I mean, All that mattered was that honor score. If I could, like, like kind of, like, tiptoe around it, it was fine. I tried for the longest time in Red Dead Redemption 1 as well to not kill anyone in the game uh, in in any of the duels either. And I remember restarting and trying multiple, multiple times. There's an event that happens in Mexico where a guy accuses you of cheating at cards and you have to duel him. Oh, yeah. This is like duel tutorial. I reset that over and over and over again, trying to shoot the gun out of his hands and could never do it. I don't know if it was scripted that he had to die. I never looked it up. Uh, I seem to remember his name being like German or something like that. Like they just call him Heinrich whatever or his nationality like that. is. Now it's like they specifically oh, like Irish. call him. Yeah, because Irish is a character, but this guy's name is like German, not Dutch, because Dutch is a different person. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I feel like they called him German for some oh reason. Oh my god, I never thought that they might just call Dutch Dutch because he's Dutch. Yeah, he they do that Dutch. a lot. I thought that was just his name. <clears throat> it also Dutch. might be his name, though. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, they have, they have a tendency to do that with a lot of dudes. I always uh, like Dutch vest. I wanted that vest. I, I wanted that voice actor that, just to like, look look talk like to me all day. Yeah, he did have a really good voice act. My favorite voice actor is Sadie. Sadie's I great. love Sadie's voice. That little, like, fun, raspy, like, strong woman voice. Love a woman with a deep voice, first off. All women with deep voices are great. And uh, she has that nice rasp to it. And I really like her character. Any mission with Sadie, <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it as quickly as I can. Love hanging out with Sadie. I wasn't so sure about Arthur's voice at first. Because at first it just kind of sounded like a really bad Tom Waits impression. <laughs> But, like, it, it grows on you. Like, by the time you got, get out of the tutorial zone, out of the mountains, it's like, yeah, okay. 
Yeah, I agree. At first, when I first heard Arthur's voice, I don't think I was too keen on it either. But now, obviously, playing through the whole game, love Arthur's voice. Yeah. Good voice. Good voice acting from pretty much everyone. There was only one, and it was like a side character for something that wasn't important, but there was only like one voice actor that I was like, this kind of sucks. Like, this isn't a very good... Was it the Steamboat Assistant, dude? Oh my god, it was the Steamboat. Kyle was there. It was just like like a Steamboat Assistant that you just speak to. Like, it's not even for a quest or anything. You can just talk to him. And he was not a good voice actor. There's a reason he was not a named character. And it was just some dude. That was like the only one. Everyone else, including like little random characters, were really good. Was it the, uh, it's one of the train, you know how there's like two or three voice actors for the the guys who work on the train ticket booths? Yeah, speaking of which, one of those is an Achievement Hunter guy. Is it? Jeff Ramsey is one of the guys. He, huh. he And also, the dude who runs the hotel in Valentine, <laughs> yeah. that's Jack Patillo. He's also an Achievement Hunter guy. They're really? both in that game. Yeah. I remember that, that standing out to me like, oh, this random NPC, he sounds really good. Yeah, Jack Patillo and Jeff Ramsey are both in it, and Jack Patillo is the Valentine uh, Hotel dude. I know when I first heard it, and he was like, how can I help you today? I was like, is that Jack Patillo from Achievement Hunter? Excuse me? And then I went to go like pay a bounty, and Jeff Ramsey was like, well, you you did bad. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> Jeff? Jeff from Achievement Hunter? You can't patronize me. Is that Jeff- Griff? It is Griff. Okay, yeah. that's how I know them. I know them as the red versus blue people. Yeah, it is, is Griff. the only way that I, I think- know them. I don't think Jack Patillo is in Red vs. Blue, actually. He may not be, Blue, because actually. that doesn't sound familiar to I me. I think he and, he and Jeff are the two founders of Achievement Hunter. Hmm. And Jack Patillo is, like, one of his best friends. And uh, I don't think Jack is in Red vs. Blue, though. I think he joined a little bit past Red vs. Blue's founding, or he wasn't part of the Red vs. Blue thing. He's more Achievement Hunter-related. I will but pick it out... Was nice. Yeah, I could pick out Griff, Sarge, Simmons, Donut... Church, Tucker, Church, uh, Caboose, Doc, that like every one of them, I can get a handle on who they are just yeah. hearing them immediately because I've heard them so much. That makes sense. But it was really just a pleasant surprise because Valentine's like the first town you go into. Yeah. And I went in there to get a bath because I don't like Arthur being dirty. I'm I don't, very I like. Either. I'm very, like, I use hair pomade. I make sure the clothes are always clean and stylish. Like, I keep them all good looking. He's all, like, well-trimmed. He's got a nice little handlebar mustache, and he's clean-shaven besides that. So, like, went to take a bath, and it was Jack. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> this is awesome. Oh. oh, It was a very nice, pleasant surprise to start the game after the very long prologue, which was my main complaint with the game. The prologue was just so long. <coughs> Yeah, that's one of those games that I can understand having a long... Because normally I'm like, do not show me a tutorial. I've been playing games longer than most of you have been alive designing <laughs> them. Just I just want to play the game. I don't want to go through tutorial zone. Usually my least favorite, but that game kind of needed it because there was just yeah. so many systems and not all of them got a tutorial. Yeah, it did need it, but also I was like, this is such a long wind yeah. up. Set me free. I hate games that are like open world and free roam. But, like, they have that time where you're not allowed off the rails. And the whole yeah. time I'm just like, set me free, set me free. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that being kind of an They're issue. Because it's like, I could go down there right now, but I can't. can't. And also, like, whenever there's missions where Dutch is like, loot the body, son. And I'm like, okay. And I loot, like, 
two bodies out of like 50 and he's like hurry up join back with us and i'm I like just like I'm you just told me to bodies. loot the body oh i keep looting the bodies but like he's yelling at me the whole time like i'm looting everybody like he said and the whole time he's like son you're taking too long get back here and i'm like dutch, dutch i'm getting hits. money if, if more people show up we're, we're fine dutch I'm, i can kill more people <laughs> and i will get more loot I need to sell all these belt buckles and wedding rings. I must. I must sell all these gold wedding bands. <laughs> but uh, uh, that's honestly about all I've been doing. I come home from work and I play Red Dead Redemption 2 and then I go to sleep. I'm excited for you to start Final Fantasy X. I know. I do need... I'm almost done now. I haven't even touched the online mode, which I think you can Don't. make your own cowboy in. You can, but honestly, it's... Honestly, I'm just going to play it to make my own cowboy. I want to make a cool cowgirl and then I'll probably just stop there i just like character creation yeah i made a cool cowgirl too and then i got in the online world i'm like this is all right this is boring yeah i'll probably do it just to make character creation and then there's that'll like be a, it <laughs> there's a story mode and stuff there's like a storyline and quest oh, online yeah Ooh. it's more than just like an open world kind of thing but That's at the same time cool. it's just like eh. That's not too shabby. I'm worried that I'm going to walk in and a random person's going to kidnap me and then I'm just going to be stuck on their horse for like an hour. <laughs> You're my horse now. Because I got kidnapped in Minecraft when I played it online and that wasn't very fun at all. Oh, yeah, I was with you with that too. Uh, Kyle, yeah. That was the first time uh, <laughs> when we first started dating, we played Minecraft together uh, and we Skyped. And uh, we were in this world where, like, if it's claimed by somebody, you're not allowed to break blocks on this world. Oh. And people lured me into this house with uh, some stake. They dropped it in, like, a trail, like like an E.T.-style trap. I followed the trail of <laughs> M&Ms, and they locked me in Oopies and candy. just kept calling Oopies me a candy. pet Oopies through candy. the chat. And, that is some uh, creepy edge shit could right not there. find me, and I, w- I was trapped there for, like, maybe a half an hour, before we just gave up and quit out of the game. They yeah. kept me trapped in there. It was awful. <laughs> uh, so, that reminds me of like yeah. stories of... What was the game called? It was like a survival game. Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. You could see dicks. Rust? Maybe Rust. I think it was called Rust, where like you start out on a server. It's PvP, and you start out, and you find rocks, and you just got to like hobo murder bash people with in the head with rocks until you can like craft better stuff but people would build like prisons and be like oh give me all your corn and get in this prison well oh. but yeah. yeah it's rough people sometimes just go crazy in games and i'm like i'm I just guess. trying to have fun i was just trying to play with my new boyfriend in a minecraft server and i was trapped and made a human pet by a couple people and i was like well this is happening i guess yeah, I remember when that one guy, you know that guy, he uh, he rented out a Minecraft server, and we used to try to play, I don't know, I mean, Minecraft was fine, and all, it's a good, like, like I just want to play with some Legos, but, I don't know, playing with other people, uh, I, that might be more of a me thing, because I'd rather play a solo game than a multiplayer game. problem with me is that every time I get onto Minecraft, I simultaneously forget... Every single control that exists in Minecraft except how to move. And I'm like, I don't know how to place a block. I don't know how to drop a block. I don't know how to switch inventory. I don't know how to even open my inventory. What's happening? I cannot, for the life of me, remember. As as soon as I get on it, it's gone. It's blinked from my brain. And I'm like, all right, I'll just stand here. I guess I'll die. I hit flowers and I put them in other places. And that's like it 
But yeah, Kyle, what oh, are you what? doing? What? That's all I'm doing. What are you doing? Oh. <laughs> oh, look at my notes. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, let me let me check <laughs> these notes. You surprised He's the boy? A notepad. A memory of a squirrel. Yes. Uh, I haven't really been playing a whole lot. I hopped back into Smite a little bit. I used to be really big into that a few years ago. Started playing Smite. it a little bit more. Oh, yeah, I saw you playing Smite today. Can yeah. confirm. Kyle has been playing Smite. Yeah, third person perspective MOBA kind of like. It's like League. 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 There you go. Uh, what's League? Uh, League of Legends. What's League Precious? That's a joke for two people in the world. Is. But yeah, I was uh, playing some Smite. There was a lot more gods released for it than the last time I'd played. <laughs> a lot more changes made, but it's it's pretty much the same game. It's it's a lot of fun. You're gonna check it out. It's free to play for the most part. It's a great way to stay in shape. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I used to like League of Legends so much, and I played Smite like mm. a couple of matches and could not get into it. Really? Did not mm. enjoy it. I used to be really big into playing like Fable Two a lot, and I, it was like the same perspective as like Fable. So I was, I was like, I oh, guess man, I like so. Yeah, to sorta. I would, I would have not have likened it to that. I, I, I like it. It's a little bit more immersive to me to be like have the third person perspective than to be over top of them and like click, 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 click. I do here, like click, the yeah. third click, person click, perspective because mm-hmm. if you're gonna put time into character, like make a character model, mm. I want to see the most of it. Yeah. Plus, you get to actually like control their movement with like the WASD keys and yeah. instead of just like click go here, click go here. Yeah, third person is definitely the best. First person is a close second, depending on the game. I M H O. It's the best. What? I don't know. I really like the whole top-down clicking things, like Diablo-style clicker. I feel like, because you can auto-path so many things with that. It's like, okay, I know that my champion runs at this rate, and I want to be here in this bush when this guy's coming here, so you kind of have to, like, dance back and forth a bit, and then when he finally hits that point... You jump on them or whatever you're doing out of the thing. Hmm. So, like, you you click a lot to course correct. There's like even some champions in there that make fights like you only need to click once, fool. I think it's Mordekaiser does that. It's pretty good. Terrible, terrible Mordekaiser impression. But uh, <laughs> really used to know a lot about League and fell out of it probably three years ago. So the entire game is different by now. Item builds will no longer be viable. Items will not exist, and new ones will exist to fill the places of new stuff and make a new meta. So, hmm. there's all of that. That's but the thing about Smite is that, like, I, I hadn't played it in maybe about two years or so, and a lot of the items I used to use are still, like, pretty much viable. Like, a few things changed, a few things were added, but for the most part, the core <laughs> of the item builds were pretty much the same, really. Mm. So, I got to play with, like, some of my old builds I used to remember and whatnot. Bad a lot of cool new gods and stuff. Uh, Jormungandr was one of the ones that was added. He's, like, the biggest god they've added in Smite. Is he a snake? Yeah, he's a big old snake dragon thing, and his perspective is, like, way up above the other gods. He can't be, like, CC'd. He only takes, like, he takes extra damage instead of being CC'd, but he's got, like, a lot of slow movement sets. It, hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to get too too much into it, but it, Interesting. it's Interesting. A lot of fun. It's free-to-play game. They have a lot of, like, stuff that you can get, like, cosmetics and stuff like that. But Yeah, that's how they make their money. Yeah. I mean, it's purely on skins. Yeah. I, so. You can't play, like, all the gods whenever you play, too. There's, like, a free rotation of, like, the gods every week. Yeah, but you can pay like thirty bucks and unlock like all the gods as they come out, which I did a long time ago. So, oh, uh, yeah, League does not have a season pass to my knowledge. Uh, it did not have when I played it, but uh, theirs is like indefinite. Like if you pay thirty bucks for it, you get all gods un- unlocked that, that will ever come out. So I paid it like whenever like my first month playing it, and because hmm. it was on sale for like twenty bucks or something like that. So yeah, hmm. yeah it's, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. 
Very uh, neat. I think the other one I was playing too was uh, Risk of Rain 2. If it oh, came yeah, out. we played that just a little bit. Yeah, you weren't too big a fan of it. You didn't like roguelikes very much. No, I just, well, about, how long were we in that second place? I was, I was, we were in like the second level and we were there for like a half an hour of the 45 minutes that we played. And after a while, I was just like, well, there's nothing to do here. Risk of Rain 2 is, is kind of weird because it's like, uh, the levels are like the same between the things. It's like the the spawning of the items is what might, might be different between like. The different levels and whatnot. It's like the levels aren't randomly generated; they're like structured and designed. But there's something every time you join into a level in Risk of Rain, you're like a a person that like crash landed on this alien planet, and you've got to fight off like hordes of these enemies while you're trying to find the teleporter to get to the next place. So it's called Risk of Rain because there's like a rain of enemies. And haha, I see. Because I just kept killing the same things over and over. I was like, are these ever going to stop spawning? They do not. They just get worse. Like the the, the whole thing about Risk of Rain is that the difficulty isn't timed to like what your difficulty is when you set it when you go in it's just how long you've been playing the game so like the longer you go into the game it goes from easy to medium to hard and like eventually like the thing keeps going on like the difficulty track but it just says ha 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 like the game's like laughing at you oh i see and it's just they just spawn ridiculous enemies that you can't beat at that point so you gotta try to like go through it as quick as possible while trying to find as many power-ups as you can on the map you gotta have money to get the power-ups you gotta kill dudes to do it but you gotta find teleport together quick so yeah, it was. I think it's a lot of fun. Like the first one wasn't a 3D game; it was like a 2D game, and it was like really pixelated. But I played it a lot with one of my my buddies like back a couple of years ago, and I've, I've been having a lot of fun with Risk of Rain too. It is kind of like those zombie or things, except I don't yeah. think there's a break between. There's not like a break. Oh no, you just don't fighting the entire time. Fix yeah. the windows and get your BAR more got bullets. No, yeah. it's like nonstop enemies coming at you, deal with it, get okay. good scrub kind yeah. of thing. You have like a bunch of different characters, they all got like four different abilities. It's first person? That's third person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I imagine like that would work well as like a top down kind of schmuppy kind of thing. It's got really fun little graphics to it. Have you seen the game Astroneer? No, yes. It's, it looks like Astroneer. I owned Astroneer for like 30 minutes, and then I realized I wasn't going to play it more than this initial playthrough. I own that game. It's not too bad. It's not bad. It's, uh, just... it's really good. It's kind of like a chill game, <coughs> I'd say. Like I just don't like playing games on PC very much. I'm not a big keyboard girl. But uh, Getting a controller. Yeah, yeah I should. I absolutely I should. I feel like I would enjoy it a million times more. Yeah, I only I was, play Risk of Rain 2 with a controller now. I, I was mean. born on WAS. I will die on WAS. <laughs> <laughs> League is the only thing I ever played with uh, WASD. Hmm. I don't, I just, uh, because that's pretty much necessary. But anything it's, else, DDO, Final Fantasy fourteen, straight controllers, yeah. Well, fourteen yeah. would be a nightmare on a keyboard, too. Like, I think people just default to playing that on a controller from what I understand. Do they? I don't know. I never asked anyone. Because like, Pat from Super Best Friends, he uses, well, RIP, <laughs> from Castle Super Beast, he uh, plays it uh, with a controller. Okay, yeah. It, it it works really well with a controller. Absolutely you end up does. with uh, 16 actions. Because it was designed to, right? It was a PS2, or PS3 game before it was a PC, PS4 game before it was a PC game. Hmm. Uh, right? No, it was, it was designed to coincide with PC and or PS4. Because uh, that whole thing was like, the servers were for both PC players and PlayStation players, right? Oh, yeah. They, I'm pretty sure they cross-platform. I think I've played with people who are on PS4. Um, you can see whenever you're playing with someone from... Because they'll do different servers you can do matchmaking. 
Yeah. There'll be a little like parentheses thing that has their world on it, like where they're actually from, like Coral or Midgard somewhere. Or uh, I play on Adamantoys. So I, I don't see. Most of the people that I see is from uh, Bahamut, or, or is it Bahamut? Maybe it's Midgard and Coral that I see most often. I know Bahamut's one, but I don't know if that's a legacy or if it's full, because they fill up some of those worlds and they make some of them. Uh, if it's like a particularly empty world, they'll offer XP bonuses for starting a character there. Yeah, so I remember can... Warcraft did stuff like that to try to migrate from higher, higher trafficked, populated uh, servers to lower ones. From what I understand, the one I'm on is on a somewhat lower populated, but still not like underpopulated. Man. I'm gonna fact check myself on that. As a matter of fact, thumbs but, uh, up to anybody still playing World of Warcraft. You're the true heroes out there. Man, I played so many, put so many hours in the World of Warcraft. That was the game I put the most hours into that I never got anywhere with because I would <laughs> always like, I'm level thirty. I'm really tired of playing a rogue. Let's try a druid. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm tired of playing a druid. Let's try. I don't know a priest. Yeah, like I could just never well, focus. That's, that's the beauty of Final Fantasy fourteen is you want to be a healer right now. Put the stick in your hand. You want to be like, I want to be a goldsmith. Put the hammer in your hand. You don't have to change characters. It's the same fool. He just picks up a different tool and does the different job. That's a good design. It's fantastic. I like the design. Like, I like the little bit that we played. It's just, I, I'm past the point in my life for an MMO. Hmm. It is completely cross-platformed, whether awesome. you are PS4 or PC. Oh, that's, that's really nice. Most games are not. The yep. Warrior 3 and PlayStation 3, 3 as well. It was on 3. Huh. Yeah, I think I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it started. I didn't out think on it was three. that old. I think there's some fools still playing it on three. They may. I mean, it works. Uh, the only drawback I think was, I know they had their first launch on three, and that was like the comedically bad launch. Like this was going to die immediately, and they fixed it. Yeah. And they like actually fixed it, which was wild, because normally when something comes out and it's like, I don't know, like the levels of Duke Nukem 3D or whatever that game was. What's the one that took like 12 years to come out? Some Duke Nukem uh, game. Duke Nukem Forever. Forever, yeah. Took forever. Anyway, uh, yeah, that never got fixed. Yeah, but it was like, just bad. Final Fantasy XIV got fixed, and it's like incredible to see such a turn. Hey, so, that, that harkens back to the old Danitism. Danism? We're going to call <laughs> it a Danism. Danita? Hey, just wait. Just For wait. what? Just always wait. A game comes out, just wait. Eh. Just never wait. pre-order. Never yeah, buy an early. Remember how Fallout 76 pulled? Uh, turned out. Yeah, you'll get a Fallout 76 it's more often than you'll get a good game. Wish I would have listened to that logic with uh, Anthem. Always just wait. What? I'm eh. having a great time. Oh, that's another thing I forgot to bring up. Anthem mm. released a new stronghold. Oh, nice. Is it fun? Uh, it is really enjoyable. Yay. The Anthem has It'll uh, be fun eventually, probably. Yeah, Anthem has unfortunately pushed off the big act that was going to add a lot of new content to the game indefinitely. They're not sure when they're going to be able to roll that out. Probably, like, late May or something. That has killed so many people's faith in that game. Yeah, unfortunately, mm. it I didn't is, know it was indefinite. It is very low content, but... Indefinite meaning that they haven't given a date for yeah, it. Yeah, mm. indefinite, like, not, like, forever. That's still undefined. Yeah. Yeah. But they did actually event get to release a new Stronghold recently. That means there's only four, and one of them is literally just the last main mission over and over again, unfortunately, but... It is really interesting, and it looks really good. I do enjoy the new Stronghold. It's very pretty, a very interesting theme, very interesting and unique, like, new end 
dungeon boss, which I will, of course, not spoil. But uh, it's not bad. I wish they would add more content because I do really enjoy that game. And I would like to play more of it. There's just nothing more to play except yeah. do the same exact thing over and over That's again. That's my problem with Like, it. I've got a very powerful javelin dude. I've got a, a lot of good, like power-ups and weapons and everything and i'd love to be able to play more it's just like there's really nothing to do right now like there's it's just what am i gonna do hopefully that i mean i'm sure they invested enough money into it and i think it made enough back that they'll at least be like you know what bioware you're not dead just yet but you will soon because we're ea and eventually everything dies that we buy yeah I just mm. wish they would put more effort into Anthem. They Ye- just pushed it off. They said they pushed it off because they had so many bugs. They were so focused on fixing all the bugs, and it's like, maybe you should have actually tested the game before yeah. releasing it instead of using free test labor from the people who bought it. Yeah. Should have postponed release. Mm-hmm. That beta, not the beta, the, the demo that they came out with should have been a beta or an alpha, maybe, at that point. Could you imagine and that? That should have been like a closed alpha thing, and they should have re- put some... <sighs> They could a lot of coulda, shoulda, woulda with that game. Postpone mm-hmm. it to the holiday season. That seems like the yeah. right time to release that kind of game. Oh, they probably needed all that time, too. Just yeah, polish what you just, had, get more sucks. content. It sucks that there's so little content. It really does, because I'm really enjoying the game, and I love being able to fly around, and I love all the different like weapons and power-ups. Like, I really love it. It's beautiful. It has so much potential, but... They just really quickened that story to where it was done instantly, and there's just no content. I'll tell you what, though. I'm going to get my fill for a looter shooter this fall whenever Borderlands 3 comes out. (laughs) Yeah. I'm hyped for that. Oh, love Borderlands. What are you guys going to buy it on? Because we need to play it together. Uh, Play through it together. PS4? PS4, probably, because that's what we all got. That's the only thing I have. That's what we got in common. All right. Perfect. You don't have... What are you talking about? What are we going to play this on, guys? I don't have an Xbox One. What are we going to (laughs) do? Well, I didn't know if, like, there were... You know what? That was a dumb question. Oh, that was a real dumb yeah! Question. Get bopped. You know what? I oh, ain't no. even. I ain't oh, no. even mad. Yeah. <laughs> you get wrecked. Hey, talking about hostility, I just looked over at Kyle's Wait, notes, what? and for some reason, it says "F you, Rainy." Oh, we'll get it. to that. What? All right. Oh, okay. We'll get to that. All right. Cool. That's, uh, that's well, part that's of a note. That's part of uh, yeah, some some stuff that we're gonna go over. Some You'll stuff. See. That's some serious. spoilers. Stay tuned, everyone. <laughs> we made it four right. episodes, and now we have like eight reasons to end it. Ricotta. Paul Blart, Mall Cop, and Die Hard being the same movie. Now, F you, Rainy. Is. It is the same movie. Yeah. I am so mad. <laughs> well, we're Why getting back into that again. Anger? I got one more game I want to go over, right. and that is Magic the Gathering. Ooh. I haven't played Probably. Magic the Gathering consistently for a very long time. I used to be really big into it. Now, the only thing I do is pre releases. When they come out with a new set, they have like this big midnight pre release event, and like the next day, the weekend, they'll have some more pre releases and stuff. You get like this big pack of cards, and you just make a deck with whatever you got, and you sit there and play for like four or five hours, something like that. And I went to a shop in East Liverpool called Critical Games and Hobbies and played Game up there because I won a little contest thing where I had like a $25 in store credit. It was free to get in there and open up and whatnot. So I went up there and played, and I got a shout out to them. Those dudes were really cool. Everybody there is super chill and nice. They gave out pizza to everybody that was there. They gave out like a free promo pizza. and stuff. And they gave out a free pack of sleeves to everybody for their decks that they were going to make too. Like hmm. those guys are really cool and chill. And that's like one of the best game shops I've been to. And the whole event was real nice. That's where we went to uh, play our Warhammer Escalation yeah, League. Yeah, we played I'm a big Warhammer League up there. It it's was a bit of a real maze, fun. but yeah. 
Yeah, it's like an hour away from us, but still, like... It doesn't have the Constank. It doesn't. It yes, that's good. a very important point. It does not have the nerd stank. Very and nice and clean it's store. Like no right, stank. It's right next door to a Chinese food place and a uh, Papa John's. But if you went to Papa John's, it's there. Dare you. <laughs> why, you do you, why are you against the Papa John's? I mean, he, he, Lumpy first, Space he's a Princess shitty dude. worked oh, no. at Papa John's. So oh, I thought she worked at a Domino's. No, Lumpy Space Princess worked at a Papa John's. Oh. Yeah. Maybe so. someday you guys will unlock the lore of Papa John's. I will eat. Okay, okay. Night in the Woods had the best bit of all time in it. It was just this little like two D cutesy, like uh, like a indie game. But one of the characters was like, "Here's the pizza scale. On one end you have the best pizza in the world. On the other end you have the worst pizza in the world. And anything above the worst pizza in the world is still really good pizza." Yeah. Yeah. So Papa John's is not the worst pizza in the world. It was pretty good. I will eat it. Yeah. Yeah, Papa John's isn't my favorite either. Dom, I mean, uh, Pizza Hut's my favorite. Yeah, ditto. I'm a big Pizza mm. Hut lady. I just got Pizza Hut the other day. That's stuffed crust, baby. I'm with Hannah on that. Their sauce is a little too sweet. <sighs> They're the only place that has stuffed crust, and stuffed crust is delicious. They put a patent on it. What? They put a patent on it. Got on them. They were smart to do that. <laughs> they made the smart choice. They beat. Everyone else to it because they're it's a greedy smart choice. And it's good. If they but, were really concerned with the well-being of pizza everywhere, they would open that pack. Why don't you just stop they... shopping at Walmart then? Yeah. Like why, why don't you just get right on there if you're going to be on being a pizza everywhere? Why would they? I don't know. If you want to, if you want to get on people for pizza altruism, <laughs> you know I mean? they're concerned about the well-being. That's of the name their of this pizza. episode: pizza <laughs> altruism. <laughs> Pizza Hut's delicious. The pizza at Buy Our House sucks, unfortunately. Like I was a baby in that building. To us? Really? I was a fetus in that building. I'm Ooh. pretty upset that it's such poor quality. Like, the people there are just kind of jerks, and they always fuck up the order. Like, pretty much every time I've ordered pizza from that Pizza Hut, it's been fucked up in some way, which is upsetting. It's like going back to an abusive spouse. <laughs> I love Pizza Hut so much, and it is the best pizza, and I will still order there knowing something <clears throat> is going to be fucked up. Like, I uh, still go. I'm still, still there. It. I'm like, hey, please, Pizza Hut, maybe you'll do me right this time. I would like this. And they're like, nah, you're going to get this instead. And I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Pizza Hut. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much all I've played. <laughs> so, uh, is this the first Magic release that, has, that had, like, a CGI trailer with it? Because I no, saw that had- trailer. They've had CGI good. trailers and stuff before, but not one quite like this this quality and like the music in the background it was stuff. Really good. It was really good. Yeah, this is um this newest set that came out was called War of the Spark. It's been like story wise of like the sets that come out. It's been a culmination of like the past like four or five years of sets of story, and it's I could go into like all the details of stuff and whatnot, but like pretty much every character has appeared in all the sets from like the past five years shows up in this set as a card, and it's really cool. Is it all the way? I think it starts at Return to Zendikar, whatever the expansion was where they went back to Zendikar. Yeah, Zendikar, I think, was the set, the block before. Or where is they that after Innistrad? Because uh, they go back to Innistrad, too, and I forget which direction Zendikar that goes. was before Innistrad. Like, okay. The Return to Zendikar was before the Return to Innistrad. And I think it was the set after Return to Innistrad that they started doing like the big setup for like the story and everything like that. Right, because that finishes out the whole Eldritch Eldrazi thing. Yeah, that was like the big big end of the Eldrazi storyline. Which, there's still a bunch of bits of story in those blocks that make it into this one, like characters and whatnot. Yeah, that's... You have... 
Well, that would be all the way back even to the Gatewatch. Yeah. And Ravnica. Which the, yeah, actually, I think that would probably... I, I, I would be with you. I would start the Zendikar block as like the start of the story because the Gatewatch, like the, the, the superhero planeswalker squad that starts up there is like starts up in the Oath of the Gatewatch set. And they're pretty much the ones that are like, we'll defend the multiverse from evil and... Yeah, to protect the world from devastation and all yeah. that jazz, yeah. To unite all peoples within our multiverse and you know, all that stuff. On a side note, why is Team Rocket bad? What? They're trying to kidnap Pikachu. But, like, they, their they motto, though, to defend all people within our nation. Well, their within nation. Within their nation. Okay, they're, they're team just nationalists. Na- nationalist. I mean, not white okay. nationalists. Right. Yeah, all right. Uh-huh. They're yeah, very sure. patriotic. They're about protecting... Patriotic to the crime syndicate they're a part of. We're Team Rocket, and we fight for what's wrong, for mayhem and madness and rare Pokemon. You be quoting to be a master over here, yo fool. Damn. They're pretty bad. I mean, they try to be bad anyways. Jesse and James are pretty sweet. They're always really nice to the Pokemon that they own. Like, they always love them. Except for, like, maybe Wobbuffet, but he's a little annoying. Is that a new one? That's Wobbuffet. Second gen. So it's a new one. He's a walking punching bag. Anything over Gen 1 is new and bad and should be shunned. Oh, man. Silver was Mm. good. You gotta give Silver credit. Twas. You gotta give all of them credit. I love every Pokemon. I even love the Garbo Pokemon. I had them on my team. Garbodor? The one that's just a trash bag. Yeah, Trubbish and Garbodor. Yeah, I had them on my team. I like Trubbish. (laughs) Yeah, you could do... That's that stockpile. You can do stuff with that. Like, you'd be good on a Trick Room team. I don't mind Trubbish at all. I like all Pokemon. I'm of the... I'm of the... The people that are like, give me more. Pop out some more Pokemon. Yeah, I'm actually like that, but it's just a bit I've been doing for so long <laughs> that I love it. Like, it's a bit for me. <laughs> I can't Man. wait till they start releasing new Pokemon for Sword and Shield. Yeah. I want to see the evolutions of the new starters, and I want to see more uh, Sobble content, because I love them. Put your bets out now what the subtypes of the three starters are going to be now, folks. Yeah. Man, just give me that Geodude. That's all I need. <laughs> me and Geodude are going to win this Which thing. Which Geodude? Just... Th- which <laughs> Geodude? There's more than one. There's only what? one Geodude. No, there's two Geodude forms. How are there two? What's the other Geodude form? The Alolan variant. There's there no is Alolan like a variant. Grass there absolutely rock? is. There I'm is pretty sure he gets there little hair. Is an Alolan Geodude gets little hair? Yeah, he's got a little what hair on his head. Is it like a mohawk? I'm, I'm gonna no. It's not a mohawk. It's like a, it's a, like a dual. What's it? What is it when you have two hawks on oh, your head? That's pretty rat. Is it kind of like a champ with his little like bone? No, it's it's little hairs. Little tiny hairs growing out of his head. You are doing me a fib, sir. No, I, it, look, it, look, she's already on it. Fact check Rainy over yeah, here, already getting... Rainy. Oh my god. So while Rainy is fact yeah, checking... Is yeah, Geo, He's got eyebrows. Oh, he's a cool guy! <laughs> yeah, see, there's that. There's okay. an Alolan <laughs> Graveler and there's an Alolan Golem. There's the two of them beside one another. Oh, they're the best friends. Yeah. Just look oh, at them. Yeah, they're yeah. buff boys. Yeah, there's an Alolan Geo. There's also the Alolan Diglets that have the little... Yeah, they have, like, little hair. (laughs) Like, fancy blonde wigs. That's... Why? I love it, but why? I mean, one of them kind of looks like a (laughs) He-Man. Yeah, Alolan Golem's crazy looking. He's like some kind of, like, arc reactor looking fool. Yeah, it's... He's rock electric. See, he's got, like, the big old mustache, and he's got, like, the two arcs on top of him. Wait, I'm sorry. How am I just learning about this? You played Sun and Moon, right? You played Sun and Moon. I never saw an Alolan Golem in my life. That's insane. I can't believe you didn't. Rock electric? Electric's one of my favorite types. Yeah, he's cool. Rock is my type for life. you didn't know about this. Geodudes were, like, all over the place. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. You know what Geodude wants us to talk about next in our podcast? No. The topic of this episode, 
our reactions to Geekend. 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 Many a Geekend was yelled. Yay. Geekend. Geekend. So, uh, first off, you guys like it? Did I do a good job? It. Yeah. Dude, it was such a good time. Did more at the end. You did, you did a great job building that cabin and locating it out in the woods. Yeah. Next yeah, I, to that scenic lake. It cost me hundreds of, of thousands of dollars to build that cabin, to get the permits. How much the, did it cost for every horse? Oh, man, the horses were like... Total horse, is a horse? Total horse count, 57. There were so many horses. And not like real horses, just like this cabin. Whoever owned this cabin were very, very into the equine. Yeah, Love lots it. of little horse sculptures, lots of little horse pictures. And a couple titties. Figurines. There and were a couple tasteful titty pics. There were tasteful titties. On the walls. It was pretty nice. There was a naked nun riding a horse. I did not see so that. Being pulled by a clawed nun. It tasteful was titty equine cabin. So, shout out to Canaan uh, Valley Realtor, Mountaintop Realtor. The Realtor company that rented the house out. Um, it was in the Temperline Resort area. It was fantastic. We were right on like Sand the shoreline for a little little tiny lake. We could see like the ski uh, tracks out in the distance on the mountain. Beautiful big, place. Beautiful window. We were like, if you're familiar with West Virginia geography, like across the little valley from us, like probably less than three miles was the Dolly Sods area. It was the ridge right up outside of our bay windows was like the ridge that we could see was it's Dolly Sods. pretty Dolly cool Dots. to look at that ridge too because it's like regular trees and then there's just a, a long line of pines at the very top of the ridge that was just like a wall on top of the ridge. It was pretty cool. Yeah, we had the four of us on the podcast right now. Secret fifth mem- member Hannah, secret sixth member Gunman, and Big Boss. And there was plenty of room for all of us. Oh my god, yeah. There's plenty of room for all seven of us, for sure. It was a really good time. The shower was amazing. Top I didn't take a showers. shower there. I, or shower in your shower. It's yeah, a shower in our shower. Our shower was great. Wait, you didn't take a shower in the cool shower? I wanted showers. to. Oh, I forgot, though. man. That was so was good. So was your shower good, different? Dude. Yeah, I just had like a like a tub shower. And remember, you what, waterboarded you like barely didn't accident? have a room. Yeah, Big Boss waterboarded me a little bit. <laughs> you didn't even have a door it to was your a room. Yeah, it was a whole corner of the house, though, that we never went up. <clears throat> I mean, I guess. I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, how do you want to do this? You want to do a day-by-day or just, like, talk in general about what we did? We can do a talk in general. We can do yeah, day-by-day. I don't whatever. know. How we are you going to do day-by-day? We just Because I, I don't really yeah. remember... Details day by day. Neither do yeah, I. I, I got drunk a few times. I threw up twice. You did throw up twice. Ooh. I was Busted quite proud. some uh, blood vessels in my face, throwing up so hard. But I do that really easy, so don't be worried, audience. That's just a normal thing for me. We go ham on <laughs> geekends here. Go ham on geekend. <laughs> Man, we, I, we got uh, we got a lot of like outdoorsy stuff done down there. Yeah. We uh, I brought a lot like my bag of axes and knives and sharp objects and stuff. We threw like the stump. That was one a my good favorite stump pastimes. Throw Throwing sharp objects at wood. We did that for a bit. We did some hiking. You and uh, you and Gunman and uh, Big Boss did some hiking a little bit, didn't you? Yeah, we just walked around along the trail. It's like a nice right. little grassy trail. Hannah did some painting, wistful painting. Oh, she did. I didn't get to see the painting, but I'm sure I've it was very painting. wistful. I've seen the painting. It was pretty good. Nice. I never got to see it. Nice. Um, <clears throat> <you> sorry. Uh, <laughs> 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 sorry, wait, no. <laughs> I never got to see it. Wait, no, no, she's never will. You don't deserve it. to see that. Sorry, I didn't get scrub. to see it either. She's real. She's always real, like shy about showing paintings. Is she? Really? She's pretty shy about showing a lot of her paintings, especially I no to idea. Kyle. I've seen a ton of them. And she'll show them to me, but she's very <sighs> shy about showing them to like Kyle and everything. Of course, she shows them to you. You're dating her. I'm too much of a critique. For but I mean, paintings. how did you be? 
I don't know. It, 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 it always really surprises me whenever I look at something that someone has painted and I begin recognizing what the shapes mean. Like, oh my goodness, this is just somebody drew a rectangle, but when you zoom out, that rectangle forms with this triangle and this circle and makes this shape and it looks like a tree and a thing on a hillside. I'm like, mm-hmm. how did that happen? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, a painting, and like the leaves on the trees are just like. Did you? Uh, somebody took their brush and just like dabbed it onto the canvas. Yeah. Did you ever watch PBS as a kid? Watch no. Bob Ross? No. No. It's a good time if you want like a good relaxing YouTube trip. But it's basically like <laughs> Bob Ross just takes his brush and just stabs the canvas a little bit with it, and suddenly it's a tree. Got to get some liquid to fight. Yeah, it's like when I look at a portrait of something, I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah, portrait. I get it. I can see that. It's like. Whenever you have to trick your mind to understand what you're looking at in a drawn piece of artwork is what throws me off from Kind of like more abstract stuff, you mean? Not even abstract. It's like something that I clearly understand. When I look at this picture, this is clearly a mountain with trees on it. But like when I look at it, I understand that it's not a mountain with trees on it. It's a paper with colors on it. But then like you understand that this is a mountain with what? Why are you saying what? I'm very confused. Well, yeah, yeah that's what, what he's saying. That's what drawings are. I'm Lines missing and something, and I think. <laughs> yeah, I but that's all it is, but then I it's I a also... thing. Yeah. yeah. But it's not. It's greater than the sum of its yeah. parts. No, no, I, I, I get... Emergent exactly. properties. That's just that's just like every drawing, though, right? I don't know. That's how I see things. Like, oh. You see, like, three ants walking around. It's like, oh, there's a couple ants, but then you look at the colony, it's like, oh, man, this is an organism... That's like getting all this stuff around here and like farming. But those are real ants. Yeah. This would be like if somebody took things that weren't ants and made them look like ants. Yeah. And then you understand that it's not ants, but when you look at it, you think it is. Sculptures. Ants are robots. So confused. I'm trying to go <laughs> No, no, I, I get what he's saying. Like, you're you're saying like these squares and triangles on this. Right. It's all you see are, are just squares and triangles. But let me just. Make the mental shift in my mind. Now yeah, I'm let me a tree. let me go out of focus a little bit. Yeah. I'll snap. It's like uh, like those uh, C and I videos or those pictures that were really popular in the '90s, where like I couldn't <gasps> do it because my eyes were crossed. I know exactly but, what you're talking about. I tried to get boats. Rainy to see one of those recently. I can't yeah, see. I, I didn't you get can't that see one. it either. I can it's my see eyes. Like really? 90, yeah. I can see like 90 percent of them. But the one he tried to show me the other day, I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. That's just some dots. Yeah. I did not get the one he tried to show me the other day. Like I usually get it pretty quick, but. I just—I was just like, "You're lying to me. That's not a thing. That's not a thing at all that you're trying to show me." No. Yeah, yeah. So geeking though, uh-huh. there was no scene I dot paintings there, other than there <laughs> seeing other than all the horses everywhere. There was there was, there was a painting with horses eighteen too. horses on it alone. There was there, there was, was a lot of horses. a lot of horses. So many sculptures, so many paintings. <clears throat> right. This person was there in the have... horses. They also had a big cowhide rug. Which I've never actually touched one of those in real life. They're not even comfortable. No. What's even the fucking point of them? It's just to be like we killed only. a cow. Look right. at this. We skinned a cow. Isn't that isn't that cool? That's yeah. got to be the only point because it was not comfortable. It was not even thick to where it like provided some cushion. Yeah. It was nah. super thin. I could basically feel the floor perfectly underneath yeah. it. Yeah. And also, I was like, I'm stepping on cow skin. Yeah. It's just for the looks, I guess. I mean, there, you're gonna kill it. the cow for yeah. me anyway. Might as well do something with skin. There yes. may have been crimes committed. Maybe, perhaps, perchance. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Wait, a crime. Crimes in this game. What a crime? Vic- a victimless crime that no one will ever know. Hopefully. Uh, no. Oh, the, that the crime. Yeah. Crime. That crime. 
Yeah. What do you mean my crime? I committed no crimes. No one mm. committed any crimes. No witness, no crime. Guess, he had his bandana up. I guess you're right. <laughs> right dead what rules. do you mean? I, I didn't commit a crime. You committed wanted. a crime. Why do you think I committed a crime? You definitely committed a crime. I committed no crimes. Mm. I wasn't even close to the crime. Hmm. The crime was happening over there. So confused. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we we played. We didn't get as many games in as I thought we would initially, but that is totally fine because we got like five or six in, and they're pretty big games. Yeah. a lot of them that we got in. Um, the first one we got in was uh, Secret Hitler. It was the first time I'd played that before. First Same time here. I played it as well. Uh, I, th- I thought it was going to be bad because of the uh, subject, the yes, topic of the game, absolutely. but. It was a fantastic social deduction, social manipulation game. Liberals are OP. So much Liberals OP. <laughs> it was so much fun, and I'm a I am a very loud person, and usually in deduction games and like trying to figure it out kind of games like that, I just yell and accuse, and I got to do that. That's pretty much all I do, no matter what, <laughs> whether I'm innocent or guilty, or whether I'm just like in real life at the grocery store. I'm yelling it. and I'm accusing. Like I play when we play faking it as well. Yes, I'm a big yeller and accuser, and most of the time I am right, including in Secret Hitler when I called the fascists and Hitler right every single time. It was like within five minutes of playing. You're like, mm, you just I randomly know. pointed at somebody like you're Hitler and you're a fascist, and you just have me right. It is. I know what's up. What do you want for? I'm a master of deduction. Call me Sherlock because <laughs> I'm a master of deduction. I feel like it's one you'd have to play a few times. To really get the rhythm down of what you're supposed to do when you're on what side. I'm yeah. telling you, Hitler has to be the most liberal liberal of all time. Yeah, yeah he's going to have to play that it. liberal game, I think. No, but it's super enjoyable, really fun. Definitely went in skeptical with the whole, ooh, Hitler theme. I always expect it to be unnecessarily edgy. And I guess this could have had a different theme, but it, it didn't bother me that it was like... It was, I mean, it was liberal versus Hitler, kind of like democracy, kind of voting thing. It was really enjoyable. If, I enjoyed um, the game. If I was, if, if I was in a different reality where the life plan would happen and I would end up being a history teacher, that's one of those games I would put, bring into the class if I'm teaching World War II. Yeah, yeah I teaching agree. Teaching the Weimar Republic. I think that would be a good game to, uh, for children to play it's not that it's childish or anything like that but it's simple while also being a lot of fun that any age could play it like this is a game that a family could play together and it would work out or it's a game that a bunch of like mid to late 20s early 30s people could play in a cabin together drunk and (laughs) kind of drunk kind of half drunk half sober and still have a really good time with as well it's a very versatile game which i enjoy there's a there's a nice simplicity to it, but mm-hmm. while also still being a lot a lot of fun. The rules and the theming definitely don't bog it down. Cause I thought no. like if they were gonna swing for the fences with the Hitler motif, I thought it was just gonna be Hitler in your face twenty four seven. Like this game is about Hitler. We are edge lords, yeah. but it really wasn't. Like it was subtle. It was like yeah. oh, they downplay that fact that you don't want to know pe- people know what you're Hitler. It's kind of a bad thing. Like you see that you're Hitler once, it's like oh crap, what am I gonna do? A crap yeah. you mean to. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's actually... it's Never actually asked for this. Pretty <laughs> much the, um, nothing to do with Hitler at all. They really just borrowed his name for the concept well, of the game. The artwork on that game is fantastic. Yeah, especially the, the edition that you had, Ritter. That was a beautiful... In the box that's art... That's the base the, edition. That's what every... If you buy that game anywhere, game, that's it. That's an old game, though, isn't it? Like, I thought it had, like... 
Just like simpler ones with like cards and stuff like that. No, that's the one. Really? That's it. That's oh, okay. the original, the general, whatever you want to call it. Oh, okay. And, you know, I've been thinking, what other theme can you put it into where you have a thing where you have a series of elections? You could have it just like a general, like, democracy, like, sort of election, and you're trying to figure out who, like... I don't know. Let's make well, it make a it Cold Russian. War. So now it's yeah, the, make it a yeah. Cold War. Like who is the secret Russian? Politician? Who's the communists or in the government? Who's like, McCarthy? Yeah, where's his list? McCarthy theme or on even that? you didn't the same exactly thing. need it would a be, name. But it wouldn't be Hitler. because I mean, liberal didn't. The, none of the liberals had a name. It could even just be the big bad is called dictator. Well, or you, it, something he doesn't like carry that, that same weight as the person. Have to be. Doesn't carry that same weight as the person being Hitler, though. You know, like, I mean, at, I'm at not saying game, it was bad. I am not saying the theming like was bad. We're saying that the theming of it originally set us off from playing it earlier. Yeah. Not that I'm once surprised. we played it, we were like, "Oh, this game could be better without Hitler." It's just the fact that it was like Hitler game, and it's called Secret Hitler, threw me off from playing it earlier than we did, just because it's a you kind of expect this kind of like edginess or this See, unnecessary know. like kind of shittiness to the game just because ooh Hitler I don't know I don't understand why you're getting that image out well, of it okay yeah, because it was like, like 5 that. years ago or 10 years ago it wouldn't have bothered us but since like not to get too political but uh, things are getting pretty fascisty out hey, there this certain- climate am I right I guess I don't pay attention or yeah. I'm just too used to every single anime villain ever being no, Nazis No 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 that's fine <laughs> so, but like like lately Politically, in the U.S. Yeah. in the 2018-2019 U.S., there's been I don't like pay attention. Yeah, no, I pay attention but a lot. I think it's important to keep up on the news for myself, at least, not for everybody, but for myself. I think it's important for myself to keep up on the news and what's going on politically, especially since I'm very, I'm very openly a specific way in who I am as a person politically and otherwise so it's important to me that i stay informed if i'm gonna have such a strong viewpoint because if i have a strong viewpoint but i don't know what's going on that's just an easy way for the bad guy that i'm fighting against to be like you don't even know what you're talking about you're clearly wrong i will die in my ignorance of not even knowing whether right (laughs) or left is what i Mm. still like it's been explained to me seven times (laughs) and i actively try to forget because right. I do not, not a bad strategy. Well. I don't know what it is. Because what am I gonna do? I'm just a dude. Right. I just look at the, the ratings of Secret Hitler on Board Game Geek. I'm like, yeah, I need to play that. Yeah, it <laughs> is. <laughs> Anyways, back to Secret Hitler. Yeah. Yeah, it it's was a, it's really a game. enjoyable though. Like putting all that aside, it was a really enjoyable yeah. game. I liked it a lot. Very I think good it's solid. Than than I think game. it's better Werewolf. It's definitely better. It werewolf. is. I'd say it's better Werewolf too. Werewolf is too quick too. Is my problem. Well, we, the, the, oh. the addition I have is One Night Ultimate Werewolf. Oh. Like, yeah. it, the normal Werewolf is supposed to be played over like a course of a few quote unquote days. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize there was. It's remember when we used to play Mafia. Which is what Werewolf was based off of, like church camp. What was the game you used to play? Uh, Town of Salem is an online game that is pretty much the concept of uh, One Night Ultimate Werewolf, except the bad guys are the mafia. Except there also is a werewolf character. That's regular werewolf. Honestly, that that really is regular. Oh, okay, that was enjoyable. Kind of got ruined because it's an online game and there's a chat box and uh, people are terrible. But uh, I did enjoy playing that game for quite a long time. I used to play with Kyle when we first got together. Yeah, it was a fun game. Yeah, but I mean that's. That is just a completely ripped off 100% werewolf. Ah, uh, that makes sense, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Neat. That night, though, after we played well, so Secret Hitler, we played uh, first game of Twilight Imperium. First game, and only game of Twilight Imperium at the cabin. Did play yeah. Twilight Imperium. Yeah. I felt bad. I really felt bad yeah, that we, we had to cut it off short. Because we started way too late. And yeah. we were 
a little. I was a little too tipsy to continue. Yeah, yeah. we started was, at like eight thirty. It or had the like greatest story of any game of Twilight Period we've yeah. played so far. Yeah, it was. So Kyle really was playing the um, what? I'd forget completely. I have no. And I was sober. It's you were playing gone. the science guys. I was the science guy. Kyle was uh, evil robots. Necrovirus. That was Necro-virus. me. The, the biggest counter was the uh, barony of the barony of Letnov. Barony of Letnov. So like the faction with the strongest destroyers, right? The uh, faction that re-rolls oh, yeah. their yeah, misses re-roll in combat and extra faction. fleet. And I was the con the uh, trade. Yeah. Yeah, you were the trade cats. I was just trying to keep the galactic economy healthy. Hmm. (laughs) Like that was I was role playing, so I was just like, you know what? I might not win this game, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that our economy is great and we all have plenty of (laughs) of of money and consumer goods going around. Gunman was also like the human like the Terrans. Yeah, he uh, was. Oh my god, I forgot the gunman. Jeez. (laughs) Necrovirus. Sorry, gunman. (laughs) Yeah. It's he, he kind of just stayed in like his own part of the galaxy and just did. didn't really do did his well, own thing. We really. also yeah. didn't realize that he didn't have planets. That yeah, he we messed up. So he had no resources. Up. Oh we yeah, didn't there was. Uh, oh really? Mm. That table yeah. might have been a little too long. Yeah. For uh, for Twilight Imperium, Necrovirus was really interesting to play though because they they can't research any technologies. You get like one technology to start out with. You can't research any others. The t- the only way to get technologies is to destroy a ship of some other player on the board and you get one of their technologies you just get to steal it you True. don't steal it you just gain, gain it for yourself but. i formed an alliance with uh, the necrovirus yeah. and gave them some of my technologies by allowing them to destroy some of my ships and then i betrayed you at the very last minute uh technically Played i would have like won that game yeah, you won yeah. that game like, i definitely had won that game when we decided to quit like the turn before the last turn we were like all right we're gonna go ahead and call it quits but I Toads and Goats won that game by uh, utilizing Kyle. I was in the lead for so long in the so game, long. and then like at the last minute, Rainy comes up and like shoots right behind me. This is why I had F U Rainy in my notes because oh. you did this in Twilight Imperium. You're like, oh, we'll just have like a little alliance thing. I'll let you feel like you're winning, and then just shoot up from the lead the last like five minutes of the game. <laughs> this also happened in our game of Scythe. As well. It did. Trust yeah. nobody, not we even played, yourself. We played the first uh, game of the campaign of Scythe, which we unfortunately have to restart because we did it wrong. Which is a shame because I fucking, by the skin of my teeth, once again, Jip Kyle and won at the very last moment with a really good, big score, mm-hmm. real hype. Uh, it is unfortunate we have to restart, but these things happen. And yeah. It'll be nice to play it. We did the, the same right thing way. with uh, with Gloomhaven. We, we started did. a campaign at Gloomhaven. We haven't had a chance to talk about it yet. Maybe on the next pod we'll we'll go more into it because we're mm-hmm. gonna play the second game tonight after the cast. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Okay, we'll get some dinner and get, play. Get dinner, but um, food. That campaign mm-hmm. system for kid. Scythe though. It's fantastic. Oh my god, so enjoyable. Like, I was pretty handily in last place most of the game. I wasn't playing (laughs) my best. So I was just trying to, like, okay, I need as much money at the end of this game. Because that transfers over in between games. Mm -hmm. Um, You can buy perks and stuff for your faction for the next match. Yeah. Like, start out with more workers on the board or more mechs. Mm -hmm. Oh, so Mm -hmm. good. Yeah. It was. Yeah, I'm a little heartbroken because that's probably the best I've ever done at Scythe. But you know what? I was thinking. Uh, hopefully, uh, next time we restart, though, him. we should you should get like an additional like influence or something since you won that first game. Me? Yeah. 
Oh. Like, that way it's fair. Like, you oh. clearly won that game. We just yeah. messed up, like, oh. a, an important... Well, we don't know if it's important, because mm. yeah. it's real We're mysterious. Sure, but, but it's better to be safe than sorry. Mm. Now, last game, Kyle was super ahead. That he was... had it in the bag. Mm. He had five out of six stars. He was just setting up to get his last one. In the last three turns, I got... Like one star real quick, and the very last turn, right before he would have ended the game in yeah, one, I got stars. two stars in one turn by double combating after Ritter and Dan had just gotten into some hefty combats with each other hey, we needed and some stars. drained themselves of any other power. I swooped in, defeated both of them, got the last two stars I needed. I told and you all to retreat. Told you all to retreat. <laughs> so, uh, Ooh, what so Scythe good. is, real quick, for, for right. people who aren't familiar. It is a worker placement game that involves mechs and mech combat. Where uh, is it worker placement? Yeah, but your workers yeah, can yeah, fight. You have to move your workers around and get resources <laughs> to make stuff and everything. I think Produce. it's more territory control. It's it territory be, control. I think it's both. It, it might be, be both. both. Territory control, action point allowance, and tableau building is what I would classify it's it like as. A, yep. It's like a cool alternate universe where mechs were created pretty early on in kind of like a steampunk era. Like post-World War One. Yeah, mm-hmm. they just kind of became an integral part of society for both agriculture and war and kind of kick-started a war. It's interesting because the Scythe campaign, of course, added a big story to it, which Kyle read to us before we began. I think it was Nikola like six pages. Tesla. It was, six pages, it was yeah. pretty long. It was, it was I like how they tied mm-hmm. in Tesla, and there's a factory in the center of the board that you can go to and kind of get a new action from. It's a one-action-per-turn kind of thing, like uh, stuff like that, and you can get a new action from the factory, and it really tied that together really well. It was really well done, the way they did the story and kind of introduced and tied a lot of stuff together and explained a lot of aspects of the game. It was really, really enjoyable. Yeah, like the thing I like about Scythe, though, is if you produce on your turn, the resources stay on the board mm-hmm. rather than go into like some nebulous like interdimensional pocket that no one else can like interact with. Yeah, and somebody else with their mechs can walk up on you and like take him resources away if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. And then just there's use also them. like uh there's also like different things you're trying to build up. Like there's a popularity that you can either get popularity or lose popularity. Actually one of the ways you lose pop- popularity is scaring workers away with like your mechs. If you as a mech or a leader like enter a space with a worker, they're going to get scared away and you might get the resources, but you're also going to lose popularity and you get like a victory star for getting full popularity and there's a power meter and stuff like that. And each faction is kind of like its own country and has its own little special power up and different shape mechs and everything. It's really interesting. Good minis, good, good like minis. even like the little meeples for each of the different factions are slightly different. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like uh, oh, it's just a really good game all so. around. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, yeah, we played some scythe. We we started the uh, last expansion pack, which is a legacy style. The rise of campaign, Fenris. Yes. Which is also fantastic so Fenris. far. We're one game in though, but it we're looks like not it's... one game in. <laughs> we're we're zero games in. in. We're negative two <laughs> games in. <laughs> we gotta start over. Yeah. Gotta go back, Marty. Your kids. <laughs> it was like the next day. I think I was making breakfast for you guys. You guys played a game of Seven Wonders. Yeah, Seven Wonders is a fantastic little tiny fantastic deck. game. <laughs> you know how many times you've said fantastic? You're gonna have to get a counter and get yourself a clicker because it's been like ten times in the past also, three sentences. Fantastic game. I didn't play Seven Wonders. I sleep in. I'm the one who sleeps in the most at Geek I'm the one who knocks. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry. I'm the one who sleeps in. <laughs> I, I like to sleep in. I don't know what you want from me, but I didn't. I got up at maybe like 10.30 each day, and honestly, that was early for me. And these motherfuckers were open just full awake at like 7.30 in the morning. And I was like, what the Crack fuck? Crack of bone. Oh, guys. And I was like, I'd wake up at 10.30 and I'd be like, oh, hey, babe, what'd you do? And he's like, went on a hike, did some throwing, made some breakfast, played Fought a full a board game, went and did this. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's 10.30 in the morning. Not a cathartic mm. moment outside looking at the sunrise. Yeah, I'm like, what the <laughs> Gotta hell? have that moment of sunrise. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I slept until 10.30 in an incredibly comfortable bed with the most wonderfully plush covers ever and enjoyed some restfulness uh, especially since we like stayed up to like one or two in the morning Hell a lot yeah. of the nights. Yeah. Like we'd go to sleep at like two AM drunk and at seven they'd be up and I was like, Excuse me? <laughs> no. Sleep is for the week. No, I didn't that's go insane. to bed drunk. But well, I yeah. have you ever tried to sleep with with Hannah? She just gets up and she's doing stuff and you gotta oh, wake Hannah up. Hannah wakes up super early. I know. I used mm-hmm. to sleep in the same bed as Hannah for uh I used to spend a lot of time at her, her house, uh, senior year of high school, and we just shared a bed together, and she'd wake up at like 6.30 in the morning. She used to go to bed at like 9 p.m. back then. She'd go to bed at like That's 9 p.m., time. wake up at like 5 or 6 in the morning, and she'd just leave me there to sleep. And she'd be like, I bought you a cheese omelet. And I'd be like, thanks, I'm going to continue sleeping, though. <laughs> well, I am sensitive <laughs> to people moving around me when I am asleep, so... If somebody gets up, I'm like, huh, what? I yeah. wake up for like a sec, and then I can instantly fall back asleep. Happy I'm very need. good at uh, immediately going back to oh, immediately going back to sleep. So yeah. uh, it doesn't really bother me that Big much. Big Boss and I, like, we were at the point where like Big Boss could be doing jumping jacks in the bed, and I'll still be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle can whisper in my ear on accident. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a tendency to talk in my sleep, and it's, it's freaking weird. I will wake up from that, however. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think the next thing we played was a game of Betrayal, like, in the afternoon of that day. Betrayal at the House on the Hill! We played with the new expansion that came out for that. It was the uh, Widow's Walk, I think is what it was. Yeah. Very yeah. good even game. add, because I didn't notice anything. There was, there was just a bunch of new scenarios. A bunch of new rooms and a bunch of new scenarios to it. It adds the roof as a level to the house. Yeah, yeah we didn't which we didn't get there. to explore. We didn't find so the way Big in. Boss really liked that game. Yeah. Mm. It's really enjoyable. I love exploring new rooms and kind of building your own little house like that. We did kind of get a jank scenario. There's like a lot of scenarios. That was a scenarios. bad scenario. Yeah, it was real bad. There's like a lot of scenarios. <laughs> and unfortunately, some of them are very OP either towards the traitor or towards the other people playing, and we just got one that was really OP towards the traitor yeah. and a little janky. But Betrayal at the House on the Hill is a bunch of you go into this house, and you have different s- stats like sanity and speed and strength and stuff like that, which can go down or up depending on what you interact with certain scenarios with. And uh, you just explore this house room by room and... Some rooms have items in them, some have events in them that can affect your stats or health, and then some have omens in them. And once you reach a certain amount of omens and you can't outroll the omens, you trigger a hunt. And depending on the omen and the room, it activates a specific hunt. And there's like over a hundred of these hunts. Yeah, there's a ton. So mm. there's a lot of scenarios. And the person who. Either the person who interacted with it or the person specified by the haunt is now a traitor and uh, fights against the rest of you. It's very interesting because you all get in on the same team and you don't know who is going to be the one to betray you. 
So yeah, it's random based. It's random like based on the scenario. Like you'll pick up like the uh, the statue in the theater or something like that. And there's like a whole big grid on like the little rule book yet. And it says like, okay, the statue on the grid is scenario 87. And you go look at that and you'll be like, the traitor is the person second from your left or something. And yeah. And they yeah. have to go in a different room and they read their scenario and the other people read their scenario and you try to kind of figure out a plan to do what you need to accomplish. And this one, I was like, I ended up being the traitor and I was like an exorcist trying to exercise the ghosts, and the other players became the ghosts. And uh, it was them trying to like kill me while I was trying to steal an item from each of them and uh, take it to a room that had an omen token on it to then exercise their spirits. And I had to do this one by one, and it was a whole thing. Unfortunately, um, like I said, I was super OP. Yeah, there was, was like no like way for us to win. impossible yeah. for you guys to damage me. Yeah. It was insane <clears throat> how weak they made the ghosts to where it wasn't even a chance of them even slightly damaging me, really. I looked that one up online afterwards, and there was a lot of people <laughs> that complained that, like, out of all the scenarios that came in the expansion, like this one was particularly bad at being like completely one sided. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, we got a little unlucky with yeah. that. But like one out of a hundred scenarios, only got that one. <laughs> but yeah, I still but really enjoy the game. Yeah, it was. It's still a really good game. It's, it's a classic. It's been a while since we played it. We we uh, there was this game shop here in town, and uh, one of the guys we met there, Ritter and I met there. Uh, this is the game he would bring out every time we'd go down. Mm. So we just kind of got burned out on it. Yeah, That's I know fair. the feeling. Like, back but, in college, there was, like, a Friday nights was our game nights back in college, and this was the game we played, like, almost every other week. If not every week, we played Betrayal at House on the Hill. And I, I, I played almost every single scenario <coughs> in that book, like the original Betrayal. Yeah. Yeah. But I think enough times passed. Like I had a good time. Big Boss really liked it, which is good. which is also a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about me is I didn't start playing board games really until I started dating Kyle, and I, it's not because I don't enjoy them. It's just because I don't know that wasn't really a thing that the friends I had were even remotely interested in, and it's not really something that I knew existed. As far as I knew, the board games that existed were like Sorry and Monopoly, and that was like it. So when I started dating Kyle and he brought out all these games and he had people to play them with and we started playing, I fell in love with them and I really enjoy them and I've gone to conventions with them and I play them at least like once a week. I really enjoy these board games. So all this stuff is, I wouldn't say new because we've been together for like three and a half years now, but pretty relatively new in the whole of my lifespan. So it's really nice to be able to play all these games. I'm not really burnt out on a lot of games except maybe like Splendor and Catan at this point. Catan's easy to get burnt out on. Yeah, that's the only thing my folks will play when we go visit them. Oh, Kyle's family will play, which kind of has burnt me out on it, but for the most part, all these games are pretty fresh for me. Yeah, Yeah, like, um, I remember when we went to Origins last year. Oh, yeah. Very Um, enjoyable. I was telling my old boss, like, oh, yeah, he was like, what are you doing over your, your long weekend? You took him like, oh, I'm going to Columbus, Ohio to a board game convention. And it was like a, a board game convention. You mean like Life and Clue? I was like, oh no, no, there's a whole tier list of games beyond that. If only you it's knew. It's hard if to only explain you knew. to a person. I always just go, no, more nerdy, complex board games. Like I don't know how to really explain it because I get asked that a lot at work too. They're like, well, we love playing Monopoly, and I was it's like, like the, the, mm, no. Here, here, start with Catan and move on from there. Here's <laughs> your gateway drug. Here's your first hit. It's free. It is not but, uh, Monopoly. I do not want to play Monopoly with yeah, you. Yeah, like, a lot of people just, they they, they they see, like, the Catan Monopoly level of board games and 
they're like, oh yeah, yeah, I remember playing like every every Friday night we'd play Monopoly with my parents at Scrabble or something. Mm. It's like, no, yeah. no, my sweet summer child. <laughs> and yeah. I am glad we were living through this golden age of board games, though. Really Me too. Are. Me it's too. a golden age of board games and a golden age of podcasts. Hey, we, we got one of those. If you want to email us, you can send us Do an email we? at tablestopcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> Is this a podcast? Am I on? Am I being recorded? Fourth, fourth episode of Table Stop. <laughs> you did not finally learns that he's been on a podcast. You don't have permission to record me. Well, I, no, I quick, knock fifth. him out. Knock him I out. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's fine. So we're three best we'll be friends okay. who like to talk about board games, <laughs> video games, and other random BS. Uh, I'm Dan. Wait, have I been wearing a wire this whole time? Wait a minute. <laughs> this is hey, going all the internet. He's a phony. He's a big fat phony. <laughs> we put our podcast exclusively on um, on tapes. Podcast on tapes. Is this joke funny? <laughs> VHS. Call 1-800, not VHS, the little cassette tapes. <laughs> Call 1-800-656-432 and get your 36 No, that might actually tape. be a real number. That wasn't even a full number, that. though. Oh, man. He, he left one digit out. Uh, oh, Table stop cast on Betamax only. <laughs> I'm not conscience, so... Conscience? Uh, if you want to spread our word. podcast, uh, download it on a USB and drop it on the ground and write... Don't play me no matter what on it, and the curiosity will kill someone. They will just, definitely play that on their nope, computer. Nope, I would get see an that external. and be like, well, okay, put that away. Just they actually did like a uh, they actually did like a uh, test over like a government facility where to test their security they dropped an unmarked USB in front of in the parking lot in front of several government facilities, and like sixty per- or more percent of the time. An employee picked it up and plugged it into their government computer that had sensitive information on it to see what was on it so, uh, out of curiosity, <laughs> and that could be us. So if you work in the government and listen to this podcast, please put us in all the top secret files. Yeah, put us in there. Just sneak us right just in Just sneak there. us right in there. We'll steal you a dog. We so, promise. I'm just no. imagining somebody like taking an entire burlap sack of like one gig flash drives and just like scattering to the wind like seeds. <coughs> Like, and just sewing them like they would just like corn. That's perfect. It's podcast perfect growing plan. real good this season. Might have found podcast Thomas this year. <laughs> oh. Might get sixty episodes out of this year's Thomas. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a perfect plan. Download it on a USB, drop it somewhere weird, but somebody will find it. Put us in a geocache. Put us in a geocache uh-huh. and mark us. Never porn. thought about that. <laughs> Marcus is don't. Marcus is freaky porn. Not Weird porn. Regular if porn. I found that in a geocache, that's getting yeeted as far as I possibly can. Yeet. You are one in a billion. I would absolutely plug that into a library mm, computer. But I would. I wouldn't because because there's that one type of porn that gets the government mm, to knock on your door. Right. Aren't there like that several types? Nervous. There's just the, there's, there's that one. There's probably that one. two types that are probably gonna get you in a lot of trouble. There's one especially, but I can't imagine like the bug stomping porn isn't gonna get you in at least a little bit of trouble. For You're gonna get it. questioned about that on a job interview. Yeah. So uh, you like watching cockroaches get stepped on? Mm. Are you really the best fit for Dan's accounting firm? <laughs> we watched you Dantec. watch a woman in heels step on a bunny. That's not okay. We cannot uh, hire that's you. That's not okay. That, that's that's not that is that's super not okay. Thing. That is a very real I didn't, thing. That bones me out. I didn't realize. That is. I, you said bones. I'm just actively sad. No, now. they also step on like small animals. No, no. Yep. I'm go back to being. <laughs> hey guys, let's back out of <laughs> this. <laughs> just sad. Hey, I left <laughs> a, a golden Jigglypuff Pokemon card in a geocache one time. Oh man. We should go geocaching. 
should. Good. We should go geocaching. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, would be. But uh, the any, only other thing else happened. Weekend? Yeah, one, one the saving the best for last year. Ritter's D and D campaign. Oh, that was yes. so good. Yeah, yeah. We did it happened. Play That's it. Ritter's D and D campaign. It's really fun. Tell us about it. No, a bit it's about fine. It. Ritter, tell us a bit about He's it. being modest. No, it was really good. It was really good. Well, Ritter's not going to say anything about it because he's a big old embarrassed ball over there on my couch, laying there all embarrassed. Look at that embarrassed. Look at them cheeks get red. Those cheeks are getting so red. So you could cook an rosy. egg on them cheeks. Expression so has not changed. So rosy, so rosy. But, uh, you pinch those little <clears throat> cheeks. So, yes, <laughs> we were playing a Bloodborne-esque detective agency campaign where we were investigating lycanthropes. It was a good time. Uh Ritter did a really good uh, idea about me cutting that part out because that was an <laughs> awkward sound. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh... Yeah, so uh, Ritter, <laughs> Ritter did this thing where we would investigate this house, and he had an idea of where like the important part bits were, but we would be like, okay, can I check this drawer? He's like, sure, open that drawer. Oh, what'd you find? Oh, you found a picture with the guy on it. What do you want to do? But yeah, it was like, because uh, most of the time it's just like, of the at least in the D&D campaigns I've been in, it's like, I'm going to investigate this abandoned cabin. Let me roll the dice. Oh, I didn't get it. Let me roll it again. Oh, I didn't get it. Let me roll again. Oh, I got an 18. I see a secret door. There's this the Dan w- remix for all you out there. <laughs> oh, oh I didn't get it. Let me roll again. Oh, I, I didn't, didn't get, get it. it. Let, Let me roll, roll again. <laughs> I didn't get it. I 18. Here we go. Now. Oh, man, you're giving me bad ideas. This podcast is going to be delayed <laughs> oh, because of these bad ideas. That's, That's going to be the intro. intro song instead of that bump, bump. <laughs> the thing I made like yeah. in garage, not not garage band, garage band in three minutes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh. that was a good campaign. It uh, was. It Very made me. Good. It made me really excited for more D and D things. I think Didn't this might be the year of Max in D and D. Max giant monsters in D and D. I like the character. I was playing like a hardened. I just want to get the job done quick and get paid. Kind of like <laughs> wizard lady. Pretty yeah. pretty good character. Not my typical character. Usually I play like the super weird and overly bubbly characters. <laughs> typically is my go-to. Yeah. Like trash babies, fun, like <clears throat> I, I like to search in dumpsters and see what I find kind of characters that are just weird. This time I'm going a little bit more, a little bit more like a uh, subtle. Yeah. I played uh I played the the charismatic talker guy. Did so I was playing him real prissy. Like there was a dead body on the floor, and I didn't want to touch it because it was icky. <laughs> my character kind of evolved from my, from my mood at the time. I was supposed <laughs> to be like the leader of the group. I had like the most investigating skills and whatnot, and I just did not want to like try at the moment. So I was like the lazy dude who somehow got <laughs> control of leadership of this group. I'm like, I don't want to do this, man. Go, go do this for me. Like I, I don't even want to investigate this, man. And I played you know. buff lady. Hannah, Hannah loves buff. Hannah Lore. Hannah loves buff characters. It was, it was Hannah's buff lady and Big Boss's shield shield lady, just up front. Yeah, my God, does Hannah love buff characters? That's like her jam. Yep. She loves buff. Gunman was gunman, as is his bit in life. Mm-hmm. That is true. Gunman was gunman. Uh, it was a good time, Ritter. We it all really, really enjoyed it. Very well, very well done. Very like go with the flow, smooth. Enjoyable, not too like tight on the rules to where it's just like bogging mm-hmm. and yeah, everything. When we play with that one guy, he gets a little bit too bogged down in lawyer rules lawyery. Yeah, yeah and that's no. And fun. that other guy, 
likes yeah. to argue rules. Yeah, the one guy that always tries to be OP with everything. Like, what do you mean I can't dual wield two two handed weapons? I should be able to do that. Yeah. Can't that I dual wield dual longbows? Like, what if I dual wield my dual wield? Always have that. <laughs> kind of wield person. four longbows. Why can't I quad wield with my feet? <laughs> It hurts a whole lot to Can pull I back all four of these to make bows. me a Goro so I have four arms? <laughs> yeah, luckily we don't have that kind of person in this group that we were playing with. And we don't have someone who's so obsessed with rules that they bog everything down and demand checks for every little thing. And that's really nice to not have to deal with that. Yeah. that I've never other had guy... fun playing D&D. Hmm? Never have. It's, it's just not hmm. something that's happened for Did me. you have fun running it? Running it's fine. Nice. I just have never enjoyed playing it. But we have fun playing yours, things. and we're looking forward to the next one. Yeah, yeah if you're absolutely. running it and enjoying running it, I mean, well, that's good at least. We're enjoying playing it. You're doing have, a good job. I might have asked you off, Mike, once or twice, but it, the, your answer is eluding me. Did you enjoy it when I was running the loop? Yeah, loop was fine. Okay. I don't know if I would say I would have had fun, because we didn't really do anything. No, not really, but that's kind of the but, point yeah, of the loop is like... Up. The role playing is the point of it. Yeah, I guess I just don't know. Playing pretend doesn't really appeal to me as much. I much Mm -hmm. prefer when there's a set goal and you've got a puzzle and you're solving it. Mm. So, you'll have that. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. not for everyone. Yeah, ate some weird meats. Yep. (laughs) Ah, that lamb that gunman made. Oh, I thought you were talking about in the campaign. Yeah, we ate weird meats in real life. So that lamb that Gunman made, made, Big Boss made made a stew out of it that was really good. Really? Nice. Yeah, it's a good stew and meat. It was nice and tender. We ate some deer heart. Deer heart was so good. Yeah, it was. That was the first time I've ever had, like... We grabbed it pulsing in our bare hands and each took a bite from a side. Making a solid That bonding experience, for sure. That was my first time having organ meat that wasn't, like, a hot dog or sausage or first processed meat. And Hannah loved it. Hannah liked it. Did a lot surprisingly. Like, I had the gag reaction in my mouth because I was like, "This is a heart." Like I needed yeah. to get over that weird seat, but once I did, it was so good. I mm. also had that. I only ate one piece because I also had that kind of like I'm eating part of a heart. I'm laughing because Kyle just had this smug country kid look. He's like, "Yeah, you know what you mean all the time." You say this like you've never eaten Kyle heart before. <laughs> that was the best look. You're like, mm-hmm. so smug. Mm-hmm. None of y'all ever ate. Tube of sausage made out of intestine before heavy. I'm weird. I'm surprised that Hannah actually enjoyed as much. She tried deer steak and she was like, This is all right, I guess. It's not like great. But she tried that deer heart and she was like, This is the best. Like she even said out loud, This is the best. I enjoy this the most. Beef heart. It was beef heart, not deer heart. Oh, it was beef heart. I'm very sorry. sorry. I thought it was deer heart this whole time. Nope. And I'm pretty sure Hannah did too. So regardless, good on Hannah for getting past that. But uh, no, no, I thought it was deer heart. But it was actually pretty good. Beef heart, not bad. I'm pretty sure we have... No, uh, he gave us another heart at the end of Geek End, and it's in our fridge right now. Yeah. Yeah, I told, I'm telling you, there's a heart in our fridge. Yeah, I forgot he gave me one of those, though. So Gunman, gotta... Gunman gave us a heart, and now we must do Just something found with one. it. Eat it. Oh. Feed it all to Hannah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Feed it to Hannah. Hide it under the floorboards <clears throat> and hear the thumping of it keep <clears throat> us awake <throat> at night. Oh, man, a Poe <clears throat> reference. <clears throat> man, you got me. <laughs> you got me. You got me with that Poe. <laughs> that Poe got me like that. Gotta flex the Gonna limited po, knowledge po, I have. Po, 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 Man, high school Dan was really into Poe, but that that's a story for another time. <laughs> wow, what an edgelord. I, I, Dude, I, like I was po. such an edgelord. Uh, You're an edgelord. Yeah, you that long even, hair. 
Well, that was during the age of the Edgelord being cool. Absolutely. I was in middle school at that time, uh, and it was all the rage. Edgelord was popular. Can we bring Edgelord Edgelord back? I don't think I want to. I don't want to either. It's more fun not being Edgelord. All right, cool. It's more fun to be Optimist and try. (laughs) So uh, anything else about Geek End? I had a really oh, good, was time, a good time, and I'm excited to do it next year. And we're going to do it longer for next year if all things go to plan. Yeah, yeah. So, have time to so, hike. Um, we'll have play more, more games. to talk about. Ritter and I were talking before the before mics were on, before you guys came, that we should have more of a structure next year. Yeah. Um. So that's something we can discuss later on off mic. Yeah, it's not necessary. I think there were a lot of cool shops that I enjoyed checking out. A lot of antique shops, which hey. was a lot of fun. Hey, if you're ever in West Virginia, check out that Davis and Thomas. Davis. And Thomas. There are two different but towns. Not Dave one is Davis. Thomas. The other one's Thomas. Hail Dave Thomas. Well. Thank you, Dave Thomas. <laughs> Stumptown Ales and Davis's has got really good beer if you want to go check that out. Oh, man. I, and oh, funky shaped to, growlers. We forgot to get a growler on the way out. I yeah. got a puppet. You did get a puppet. I got a puppet while I we I made her say oh. real, real bad things. Yeah, but that I forgot about the tr- that creepy-ass tree puppet. I got a beautiful puppet, puppet of a tree, and his eyes move, and oh, he's lovely and beautiful. It's the weird good. thing about puppets, I guess. I'm really into them. Worth it. Welcome it's, to our next podcast, the Puppet Cast. Puppet Cast. Where we, I mean, it's still a podcast, but we're we have puppets that are it's talking. It's just in me mic. talking in my Trevor voice, which yeah. is this is his voice. Yeah. That's uh, it. Trevor. <laughs> his name is Trevor. I guess that's all. That's all I've come up with. I don't so know far. what this voice is. I don't, I don't got know. a name for it. Leave it it's to Trevor. It's a one old lady that hit on Kyle. Hey, young man, do you wanna? You wanna? Oh, oh you yeah. talk about the the, the yeah, naked story. Fine, Oh, Draco, you're just hit so on me, but I just accidentally saw her naked. <laughs> I just accidentally was peeping in the window, you know. That, that's more table sta- table stop lord uh, for another future table thing. Table stop after dark. Yeah. Table stop after dark. <laughs> oh, we can't have more podcasts. No, oh, one's enough to edit. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh man. That's- Maybe maybe once once we get a listener base. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey. tell your friends so we can then fund a table stop after dark. <laughs> hey fund? Jeremy. We can't do it with only ten listeners. Jeremy. I know you got some friends, to Jeremy. Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy's got some friends. Stop talking to Jeremy. Jeremy. You don't know Jeremy, Jeremy like that. Jeremy, I'm gonna come at you like this. Get your friends up on this podcast, Jeremy. I'm watching you. I watch you when you sleep. I'm like Santa Claus. I can only yeah. think of that Pearl Jam song right now. If there's a day, a Jeremy starts listening to us. <laughs> Can't find a bitter man. Is that the Pearl Jam That's song you were talking Jam. about? <laughs> no, no. Jeremy bit the recess ladies. Oh, God damn it. And he hit me with Jeremy. I don't know what's happening. My doll left her. Something didn't give. All right, well. Jeremy. Even for. Daddy didn't give a Welcome to, our, welcome to our Pearl Jam oh, podcast. Oh, we don't know. <laughs> Boy, he chases them away. All right, Ritter. Ritter. Copyrights. Copyrights, Ritter. Welcome to copyrights. Welcome to Table Stop After Dark, Pearl Jam Edition. All right. Anyway, if you want to contact us, we have a Tumblr at Table Stop. Jeremy's Pokemon. <laughs> I just remembered the song. We I just also, remembered the song. We also have a Twitter. Yesterday. It's Table Stop Cast. We have a Facebook. That's Table Stop. Table Stop. Please email us at tablestopcast at gmail.com. We'll give you a puppy. No one has we claimed that free puppy yet. Puppy. We Shark don't know what there. form this emailing. puppy is in. We have had no email. Could er, be plasma. As of yet. Plasma so puppies. 
hit us up and the social media team, which is me, will probably respond. We'll definitely respond because I've got nothing else going yeah, on. Yeah, we don't have lives. I don't have anything going on. Hit me up anywhere. I'll respond to you. What's up? It's me, the social media team, social media manager. The manager of social media here at Table Talk. Hey, Table also Stop. follow me for sick memes and uh, cats and puppies and all the other things you might want at my personal Tumblr, a little bit gay and more dot tumblr dot com. No dashes, no spaces, no capitalization. That's not even allowed in a Tumblr URL. But yeah, follow me. All right. I think that was a podcast. You got anything to say, Ritter? Okay, bye. <laughs>